Welcome to another episode of Saddam and Gomorrah. I'm your manic masturbator of the macabre, Jessup. And with me today is always, or as always, always, <laughs> the tiny but mighty Stephanie. Howdy, y'all. Oh, y'all. <laughs> uh, speaking of acts of autoeroticism, self-stimulation, or as the British call it, hand relief. Oh. Have, have you heard about that? Um, I mean, I'm sure you have. It's been all over uh, social media and whatnot. The uh, the British walrus that was like... No, I did not okay. hear about it. <laughs> so there's this like British walrus that has been like... Well, like, like an actual walrus? Like, yeah. Like yeah. in a zoo? No, he's like wild. Oh, okay. But he would just... There were, I guess there was this rock like uh, near like a harbor or something like that uh, in Scarborough. I uh-huh. believe that's where it was. And uh, there's this walrus that would sit on a rock and he would just jerk it like all day. And he would he, he using like his flipper. Oh, and, but like, I don't know if you've ever like Google. I don't want to see a Google a what a dick. fucking walrus dick looks like. <laughs> it looks like a caveman club or like a woolly mammoth tooth. Oh, it, they're fucking huge. And they actually have like a bone in it. You know how everybody's like, I got a boner, but like humans don't really have a bone in their dick. Uh, yeah. A lot of animals do. Uh, but it's called an os penis. An os penis. Uh-huh. Well, you should fucking see how big a walrus is. So then it led me to like the bigger question, like, uh, Animals that masturbate. So I I wanted to, I was like interested. I was like, there's gotta be like all, I mean. Oh, I I think a lot of animals masturbate. I would assume like, you know, all animals masturbate at some point in some way, you know, at at least mammals. Um, So I was looking up this like list of, uh, I mean, it's not all of them, obviously, but it's some, some fun ones. Hedgehogs uh, are known to perform insane self fellatio <laughs> wait self fellatio yeah where they just like they curl up in a ball and they're just like gumgy gumgy oh my own, god they're well they are very flexible their own little hands <laughs> uh we also know i mean obviously we're we are close to the monkeys so yeah. primates obviously but females from at least 50 different species also get into the act they get creative for example female orangutans and capuchin monkeys have both been observed using sticks and other plant parts as makeshift dildos what Bottlenose dolphins reportedly wrap live eels around their penises. Oh my god, the fucking dolphins, man. They're the worst. Uh, <laughs> the male Asian elephant has a long, hefty penis that can move around with a set of enlarged muscles at its base that let them navigate into the female's vagina. Or it also comes in handy by masturbating by striking their penis against their belly repeatedly. <laughs> elephants are most interested in beating themselves when they're in the early stages of musts. I don't know. It's like must, but it has like an H at the end. Oh. The season of peak testosterone that leaves them aggressive, dribbling urine, and irresistibly sexy to female elephants. It doesn't last forever. <laughs> they soon lose interest as the must goes on. Oh, my God. Um, and then it says rodents uh, are constantly jerking off. And because they, they believe that like rodents jerk off all the time because they jerk off actually immediately after they have sex oh and they like think it's to keep the males from like picking up and spreading sexually transmitted infections i guess because they get out the oh, old they, slime they clear it out yeah, yeah. They, uh bats they hang upside down and they use their tongues to groom their penises and achieve orgasm nice. so they're just up there hanging upside down licking their dicks and just like <laughs> raining down raining down like uh yeah but how much is probably like the smallest little droplet yeah, it just feels like rain. Uh, male lizards. I didn't realize male lizards have double penises. Double phalluses, which they call hermipenes. Oh. Uh, and 
which goes far beyond the fancy glands we see in some marsupials. Each one has its own sperm channel, and the animals can use them independently, swapping sides each time they copulate. Wow. Many species also rub their penises, their dual penises, against the ground regularly to achieve orgasm. Um, like it goes on about tur- turtles. Yeah. Penguins. This penguin thing's funny because this was from actually like a, um, a scientist who was uh, in an Antarctic expedition observing penguins. And he wrote, sometimes we saw these birds after walking some distance, apparently in vain, searching for hens, stand motionless and rigid upon the ground, then stiffening themselves, assuming the attitude and going through the motions of characteristic, the, the motions characteristic of the sexual act. In some cases, actually ejaculating their semen onto the ground. So they're sad. Yeah. They couldn't oh. find a lady. So they just were like, I'm going to stand here in the cold and then shoot my cum. And you would imagine like their cum freezes before it hits the ground. Oh so it's like God. little like penguin cubes, yeah. little penguin uh, ice cubes. All right. So that's it for my, uh, I never like my masturbating I mean, thing. Oh, but then it actually led me to an interesting article. Cause I was like reading about all these animals and I didn't realize the, um, like the Tasmanian devils are like on the brink of extinction. Oh really? But the reason they're on the brink of extinction because they get a type of cancer that is actually like infectious between themselves and okay. they don't know why it's like the only type of cancer that is actually like, uh, trans it's transmittable through touch. Oh, and they don't. Is it like a virus? Or so is it, they, you know, they, they they've studied it, and it's weird because like when the Tasmanian devils get this cancer, it gives them like all these tumors on their faces, oh. and it's always fatal. Like they yeah. they don't like they can't like survive wow. from it. Uh, but they've they've researched it, and they like call it like a parasitic type of cancer. And I was like, what? that's interesting. It would be insane if cancer was transmissible from person to person by contact. Yeah. We would be fucking dead in a second, like uh, Last of Us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like the beginning of Last of Us uh-huh. when they're talking about the fungi. Yeah. And the guy's like... Man, I'm excited for the second episode. For epi- yeah. First episode was good. Yeah, it was good. I could do it some of the, with some of, without some of that CGI. And I could do without the, the uh, actor, actress that they casted as Ellie. Maybe she'll grow on me over time, but I think I don't she's know. okay. She has like a... I think her attitude seems pretty good, though, because she's like the defiant... Yeah. You know? She's just like hard to look at. That's like my whole thing. She's just a strange looking person. I don't know. And... But like I said, maybe it'll grow on me. The first <laughs> but, episode was good. That was really stuck to the video game. Pedro Pascal. Um, really great uh, lead up to um, with all the action and stuff like that. Yeah. You kept looking at me and you're like, is this in the video game? Yeah. Is this in the video you know, game? And then it's funny because I did remember some of those scenes like watching you play the game. Um, the, the, the beginning of that episode was intense. Yeah, that's was, what I'm saying. It was good. Yeah, when they're in a truck driving around and stuff, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's just straight from the game. Yeah. They pumped it up way more like with the plane crashing and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they also did a great job with like the the panic. I thought that was really well done. Uh-huh. It kind of reminded me of the beginning of um, which was really the only good part of uh, what is it called? A Quiet Place Two, when everybody's freaking out and they're going to oh, the stores. That was like yeah, the best yeah, part yeah. of that movie. And then it kind of just like went downhill. I enjoyed that it, movie, it, but definitely the beginning was was really good. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes. It looks like they're going to follow pretty much beat by beat the video game and just add in. Uh, you know, because when you're playing that video game, it's just like you have like the perspective of Joel and you have the perspective of Ellie, but they're giving you the perspective of other characters, right, which is right. interesting because yeah, some like more backstory and other it makes things it, going on. You know, if somebody's ever played the video game, like or like you, you haven't played it, but you've watched me, so you don't really know the whole story and stuff like that. But you it's know, cool for people who have played the game because it gives you something to yeah, you know, some more meat to the bone. The thing for me too is that you most recently played the second game, so that's the story that is stuck in my mind, and that's the one that I started to play a little bit. 
And that's so that's what I, you know, like I can't remember like. Well, you were saying origin. you were going to play it forever. And I was like, if you play, you'll really like it. And she played it for like a day. And that it's was like it. It's like hard. She, she didn't go back to it. I was like shocked because I thought you would like fall in love with the game like I did. And you it just was did fun. Not. I just, well, you know, I don't, I, I've never played video games that way where I like commit myself to a game. And I you feel know? like when you were playing it, it was just like, I'm, it was like a chore. You're like, I'm playing this because Jesse wants me to play it, not because I really want no, to. No, but also you were like, I'll be here to help you. And then I was like, oh my God, Jess, help me with this part. It's really hard. And you were like, nope. And I was like, okay, fine. Because it wasn't even really hard. <laughs> like, if you couldn't beat that, like, you're not going to be able to, like, the more challenging thing, you have to, like, build up your ability to play that I game. That's and what I get nervous, You have to though. learn, you know? You I have get... to, like, die a million times to learn how to play that yeah. game. I don't know if I have that in me, though. Like, sneaking up and back of people yeah, and shiving yeah. them and not, like, you know, making noise when there's clickers around and stuff like that. It's hard. That's another thing about the show I didn't really like. I didn't like when they showed the uh, grandmom and she had, like, the little tendrils coming out of her mouth. Yeah. They looked real shitty. and. Hopefully, I mean, I know there's a lot of practical because when they show that practical oh, on the wall, like of the corpse with that all the fungi, fungi around it, amazing, uh, really looked, fucking awesome, it looked really good, yeah. And they really held that shot too, like so you could get a good look at it. Oh yeah, it was good. It reminded me of um, Annihilation when they come upon that yes. uh, thing, like built into. The, I just rewatched Annihilation for like probably like the sixth time. Yeah, good fucking god, dude, that movie. That movie is like mate, one like a perfect movie. It's really it's good. It's fucking perfect. I it's mean, so weird. Listen, Oscar Isaac, right? Am I right? Yeah. I mean, everybody's great. In that. <laughs> everyone's great. No, really, everyone's uh, great. Ke- no, not Kira Knightley. Um, Natalie Portman. Yeah, she's not, fucking awesome. Oh, she's awesome. amazing in it. And, yeah. uh, who's the chick uh, from Single White Female? J- J- uh, Jessica. No, Jennifer Jason Lee. Jennifer Jason Lee's awesome. Yeah. All the actresses in in that. It's just cast super well. And then, real quick, bouncing off of that, let's talk about a movie that we just rewatched that has the worst possible worst. Uh, casting in a movie of all time. Oh, maybe uh, not of all time. What Pre- predators? predators? Yeah, we rewatched it because like we just got done Predator Two, obviously, and I was like, we were talking about like there's good parts to that. So I was like, is there though? I remember there being, but is there? So I was like, I'm gonna watch it, and oh my god, the good parts in that movie are maybe like ideas, but not actually execution in any part of that yeah. movie whatsoever. It is fucking abysmal to watch that movie now. The Predators Horrible. look great. Adrian, Adrian, Adrian Brody, Brody as a lead. Is is the worst, and like as like a tough guy, he looks like a bird. It's not believable. None of the characters are likable. You don't give a fucking shit about any of them. No, there's a uh, baby Bobby, Bobby Billy, Uncle Baby Billy. <laughs> <laughs> he's in it, and he's fucking he like a convict about, raping. Like raping bitches. I can't wait, man. If we were off this planet, I would be like, it's time to rape some fine ass bitches. Yep, it's time to rape some fine ass bitches. And then uh, what's his name from fucking that seventy oh, show? Oh, fucking Topher Grace. Topher Grace, and I was saying this is stuff like Topher Grace became this guy where if you saw him in a movie, you're like, this movie's gonna suck. Yeah, like, <laughs> like you automatically thought. I think that kind of like I don't know if it started with the Spider-Man movie. I think it did, but it definitely ended. I don't know what he's doing now. You don't well, see. They him have in like shit. I mean, they just put that. Like the, that '90s show, right? That's on Netflix. Do you yeah. know that? Oh right? yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. He, and, and is he in that? I think he is. I thought. I know it's like a new generation. Of I kids. can't say. I do, only thing I know is that the parents are in it. Yeah, Red Foreman. Yeah, and maybe they're like watching their kids. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know, man. They're like these kids are old. No, no. I mean, like they're kids, kids. <laughs> right. So but, like it's like they're they're yeah, they're grandkids. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Right. So. That's what I, that's how that's what it looked like to me. I mean, that's I the have, only way I could see that show being like. A branch off of the original, right, right. like yeah, that would make sense. It, unless they're actually Red's kids. Are they like they like adopted a bunch of kids? No, they're just they're still having kids. 
And they, it's like people under the stairs. They have like all like their reject kids from all their old eggs and sperm like yeah. under the under the floorboards. And like Roach lives in the walls. And that's like the that's the reveal in in that '90s show yeah. when they go under the when they go under the stairs and like that's what he, you wonder the whole show why Red keeps going into the basement. You think he's just like in his shop down there, but then it turns out he's really feeding like the the children under the stairs yeah. the rejects from his like from his like uh, re re sperm. Yeah, and he's feeding them gruel like mashed up fucking old steel oats. And um, and then it turns out that one of the kids is like lactose intolerant. So because you always wonder, like, why is there just one container of oat milk in the fridge that Red doesn't let anybody have? Right, but it's for right. the one reject. Yeah. That's in the basement. I mean, although oat milk and was, was and, not a thing. In and the that's 90s, kind of a but... spoiler alert. But <laughs> that's kind of a spoiler. Alert. That's like that's what ends up happening in yeah. that 90s show. Yeah. And there's a lot of Creed that they play too. a lot. Too much. Oh, too much. Creed. A lot. Yeah, and too much like yeah, uh huh, like some Eddie Vedder. You know, sometimes Pearl Jam, like uh, sometimes when I'm in the car, uh, Pearl Jam will come on the radio. Uh huh. Like the older songs that I grew up with, like Yellow Leadbetter. And I get caught up. <laughs> and I, yeah, yeah. Well, not so much that movie, but like no, that song is the song everyone makes fun right, of because right, you right. can't understand a single fucking word he says. That's every fucking that's every Pearl Jam song. But sometimes there there are like some of their like good songs will come on, and I get caught up in the moment, and I feel like that '90s nostalgia again. I'm like, this this was good, man. But then everybody. 90s music just became Pearl Jam. And then that kind of bled into like modern rock music where yeah. every singer kind of has that like Eddie Vedder draw to it. Because mm-hmm. remember like in the 90s when like every band like had like that grunge sound, but they sounded different, right? right? right like right. every singer had their own style of singing, yeah. but then it all homogenized and became like, like Creed was always like, people love Creed because they're like, oh, he sounds like fucking Eddie Vedder the right. way he sings and stuff like that, but he really doesn't. No, no, he but doesn't. he's trying to do that. Like, yeah. yeah. And that just became every fucking band, you know, that was played on the radio f- until present yeah. times. Which is a shame because, like, you know, I am not ashamed to uh, admit that I was a huge Pearl Jam fan back when I was like 13, um, 14. No, 12, old 12 13, 14. Old Pearl Jam. Are, well, listen, the first Pearl, few albums are great. Old Pearl Jam rules. Yeah. Old Soundgarden rules. Oh, yes. I mean, God, dude. Uh, me and Steph still listen. And people say like... Uh, Super Unknown's like they're like uh, like sellout album, but that fucking album rules. That dude. album is great from start front- to finish. Yeah. It is. I mean, you hate Spoon Man, but I do hate Spoon yeah, Man because they played the shit out of that on the radio. No, it's just because the lyrics are stupid. <laughs> Spoon Man. The, the music is actually really really good. Spoon Man. If I mean, if you haven't listened to that album, just fucking put it on. It's so goddamn good. Because I was just like, what is a Spoon Man? You could have called it like. Devil man, <laughs> but then like people be like, oh, he likes white zombie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he likes Rob. Uh, and then going back to Predators real quick, just to talk about how stupid that movie was. Steph was like, oh, this 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 is fucking bullshit. They got like, why do they have to have a fucking yakuza guy there? Why do they and why do they have to have like uh, every like you it's know like a stereo nationality there? I'm like because they're woke. They're trying to be woke stuff. Okay, but woke culture in the Pred movie. I said that, but in the next breath, I also said. But that guy is hot. Hit the Kuz guy. Yeah, fuck yeah. Well, the first thing he does is takes takes off his shoes, and you would know that's the worst thing to do in the jungle because you're gonna get jungle rot on your feet. You I mean, you're, you, you're you gonna get some kind of a parasite. You're gonna step on shit. You got to keep your fucking feet dry. Yeah. And also, like Topher Grace turns out to be like a serial killer in it. And at the end, that's like supposed to be the big reveal. Like, why is he here? He's like a he normal guy. You could tell like he doesn't I'm fit a in. Serial killer. <laughs> I know about the plants on this 
planet that's an alien planet and he's like it's a suppy 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 sups and it makes you paralyzed why the fuck would you know that you're on right. an alien world are they trying to say that the predators have been putting plants from earth and like putting them on this planet or like they're just assuming that every planet has the same plants which is really stupid and adrian Brody figures out everything and but like you you infer things by watching a movie, but it's the, Predators is one of these movies that's like you're inferring things and you understand what's going on, but they have to actually have, to have the it. characters say it yeah. out loud. Like this is a preserve, we're being hunted. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I understand. Oh, you, you see Machete over there? They're using him as bait. Yeah, Duh. you see that guy over there? <laughs> he makes tacos, and I was like, oh shit! And donuts. <laughs> and donuts. Now he makes the donuts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, and then and then Fat Morpheus is in it. He plays this guy that's like been okay. stranded there. That is like a nice break in that movie because he's fucking lunatic, and when he's talking to himself, it is so good. But he's fat as shit. No, he, he so is. He's Fat Morpheus. If, you, if I'm to believe that Fat Morpheus was stranded on like this like What is he island, eating for 10 years? Well, he, they show him making something. It's like a gruel again. It's like an oatmeal. It's like a That's smush. not going to keep you fat though. Like, exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> he would be like skinny Morpheus. He's been eating cheesecake. But they, where's the cheesecake like, coming from? You could have got him, but what they should have did was they should have got Doug Jones just put like a blue screen suit or like a green man suit on Doug Jones <laughs> yeah. and then just CGI'd Larry, Larry, Fishburne. Larry Fishburne's face over him <laughs> oh and God. his voice. So he would have looked really skinny and it would have been weird and awesome. And he also would have grown by like a foot because Doug Jones is like, is he, how tall is he? Doug, oh, Doug Jones. He's so fucking tall, right? Doug Jones. I think Doug Jones, <laughs> Doug is, Jones. I think he's like eight <laughs> feet tall. I think he's Doug Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Doug Jones looks like, a, um, oh my God. he looks like a, a human what were those things called that you had in school? Like a, a, a protractor? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're like they're skinny. You had to draw and, your circles? Yeah, yeah. He looks like a like a like like an upright protractor. I thought you were going to say he looks like a stick bug. And I was going to say, well, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. He does. He do, that boy, that boy's sticking it. <laughs> He's a stick bug. He is a stick bug. I can imagine looking out my window and like being and just one day, oh, I gotta get some sun in the bedroom. And Jug Jones is out there <laughs> pretending he's a branch, but he's still like pale, like fucking American cheese. Oh and he's just looking at me like he thinks he's a chameleon that can blend into the tree. And I'm like, Jug Jones, get out of here. And I gotta shoo him away. Shoo him away with a broom. What did I tell you about doing that, Jug Jones? Jug Jones, I told you. Don't be bringing that in here. Shoo, 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 shoo. And he, he like runs down the street oh naked. Oh my God. This, he's probably got a long dick. You think so? I think so because it's probably long and skinny. It's always these gangly ass, tall white dudes that have the hugest schlongs. Yeah. Like, because I'm not gangly, I'm just tall, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. But if I was, like, I'm, I wish I got that gangly chromosome <laughs> because if I got the gangly chromosome, <laughs> I would be packing like an eight inch heater. Yeah, at but all it would times. be like, it had no girth to it. No, it, no, it does. You it, think? It does. Yeah, his fucking looks like a rat nose. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so it's pointy on the yeah, end? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hate that. I hate Jug, the thought of Jug that. Jug Jones's cock looks like Adrian Brody's nose. <laughs> Very, bur- oh it looks like God. it's like more like a beak, and I th- and I also believe that it is calcified, so it's like harder. Yeah, it's I feel like, like he has an os penis, is what you're it's saying. Like a, it's yeah, it's like a turtle shell, <laughs> <laughs> an os turtle shell. Uh, oh, but what man. the movie really needed was because Steph was mad because they're like why does it have to be like a Yakuza guy and I was like that's true they could have just got like a white dude and said he was a samurai Michael Shannon oh Michael Shannon from what's yeah. that movie uh, the Bull- fa- fa- Bull- Fast Train Bull Train to Ridgemont High <laughs> was it Bull Train <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah it's Bull Train yeah, yeah. that movie was fun that movie uh, the movie was more than fun. It was so fun. That but no, movie, you very, we, neither of us wanted to watch it. And we then didn't. 
and then you were you were like, let's just put it on. We didn't want to watch it because it looked like fucking shit. The trailer looked yeah. it looked like so corny, and but the humor is like it's my humor. It's fun. It's yeah, I enjoyed, and everyone in it is great. Great dude, great, and all the ca- all the characters are fucking great, and the way it and comes together is great. Michael Shannon, holy shit! Yeah, Michael Shannon is a tour man. Oh my god, in everything. Even if you're like on the fence, like I didn't want to watch the movie, it looks stupid. I agree with you, but I'm just telling you, it's a fucking mistake. Just Google Michael Shannon. Uh, bullet train to Ridgemont High yeah. and, and you'll see him and you'll be like oh my god yes oh my god it's worth it just also, for him also bouncing off that talking about uh, funny movies we since we did Predator 2 when I was looking up sound bites for Predator 2 I came upon um, uh, like a little clip of, of like <laughs> da- of Danny Glover in uh, Death at a Funeral and, and it's the American remake of Death of a Funeral not the British version and I was like, holy shit, this fucking clip is hilarious. And I'll tell you what it was in a second. So I was like, I told Steph about it. I was like, we just got to watch this remake. So I was like, what did it get? And she's like, it got like a five. And the original got like a seven or eight or something yeah. like that. So I was like, okay, it's an American remake. So it's going to be dog and I shit. And I had seen the original, but I never, right. I don't think I even knew there was a remake. But I was like, let's watch it anyway. Because I'm sure there's going to be, it's going to be dog shit, but it's going to be fun to be extracted from it. Just yeah, yeah. from it being so bad. So we watched it. And it turned out that like the scene I thought was like funny from the clip was like the best part in the movie because Danny Glover is the he's the best. Yeah. I wanted a movie that just plays a crotchety Danny Glover like that can't walk is like stuck in a wheelchair <laughs> and has to like fight like a demon or something yeah. like kind of like Bubba Hotep because he was fucking great as a crotchety old he dude. was he just keeps calling um but him and Tracy Morgan Tracy keeps keep calling Tracy Morgan a fathead <laughs> yeah like fatty and fathead yeah. what are you doing up there fathead give me some potato salad <laughs> But it, like it, what they did was they made it from a British comedy to like more like it's like a black comedy now with yeah, like yeah. um black and I mean African Americans right, it's right. like an African American cast primarily yeah it's Martin then, Lawrence Chris Rock uh, Tracy Morgan Danny Glover um, the chick who play, who's in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. I, I can't think I don't know her name she's beautiful she's she's and she's great but then there's also like um, the dude from Westworld the white guy the white guy from Westworld uh, and Luke Wilson Luke Wilson yeah yeah which is like weird but like that but. It, there's, it, it works. It, there, there's weird. It, what was it from? Like 2010? It was 2010. Because the British one came out in 2007. I so think. it's like weird of its time. And I say of its time, like it's like so long ago. But now we're like talking like 13 years ago. So right. yeah, it's long ago. But it's very like of its time dialogue where yes. like Martin Lawrence is trying to like fuck a, a girl who just turned 18. Oh, and he's like, why don't you come back to my house? I got gummy bears and sugar daddies. And it's like it's supposed to be like this yuck, yuck, yuck joke. It's cringy. But then Steph made like a good point. She's like, man, they're trying to be like really like, um, like, uh, well, so they find out. Okay, so let's talk about Tyrion Lannister's in it. Yeah, and he has been having a sexual relationship with the father that no one knows about. The dad, and they don't know a, the dad's gay. Tyrion Lannister's in the original, and too. he's in the original too. Yeah, and so he shows up and he's like, "Here are these pictures of me of me and your dad, and I want." He, he's like trying to get money from them. Like, I want thirty thousand dollars. It's like um, them, like at like Mardi Gras, and then like, and then it's <laughs> oh, like, and, and, and then you find out that it's like fucking pictures, like yeah. they're doing yoga and fucking and stuff like that. And he <laughs> and he shows it to Chris Rock and like Martin Lawrence because they're like. They're like the sons. Yeah. And he's like, I want 30 grand to be quiet. Or I'm going to show these to your mom. And then it's just like stupid shit yeah. happens. But there's a whole thing where they're like, they're actually very, uh, in the end, very accepting of their dad being gay. Yeah. You know, which I was like, that's like kind of uh, ahead of its time. Well, a then you bit. also have know, like, you know, you have like interracial couples going yes, on and stuff yeah. like that. And so like they're doing things in there that seem like they're progressive. But yeah. then you turn out like that it's really oh, not whatsoever. No, because the jokes about him fucking that 18 year old. Are like constant. It's so gross yeah he basically is like you know oh you know she got some hairs i'm gonna eat it Ew. and you're like what martin <laughs> yeah. lars man he the john martin, martin. <laughs> it's not good it 
is not okay. It's funny too because one of those movies where like Martin Lawrence isn't trying to do like his other characters, but I feel like this movie needed him yeah. to like. I needed. I felt like he needed to do Shanae, but like be like. Chris Rock and Martin Lawrence's sister right, and right. had him come in because it would have took it to another weird yes. level because that's what the movie needed because yeah. it's definitely like they're trying to do some weird shit in it yeah yeah but it's just like kind of a little too cute but the best part is I mean, the part with Danny Glover yes. is the best where even if you don't want to watch this movie because you probably don't but like just look this clip up because it's fucking amazing Danny Glover has to take a shit in the movie right so he but uh, he's in a wheelchair but he's in a wheelchair so Tracy Morgan's end up ends up having to take him to the bathroom and pulls pants down because he's about to have like explosive diarrhea and Danny Glover's like I got a torpedo coming come on what's going on and he sits down and Tracy Morgan's like you sat on my hand and then Danny Glover has explosive diarrhea and when fucking Tracy Morgan pulls his hand out it's just got chunks of diarrhea on it and he's oh my god and he's screaming and he's like oh my god so he turns around to the sink and turns it on full blast but all the water splashes the diarrhea all Everywhere. over all over the bathroom mirror and then when Tracy Morgan turns around one of the other guys is like it's like like, oh my God, you got it all over your face. And there's <laughs> chunks of diarrhea all over Tracy Morgan's face. And he's like, no! <laughs> that is the best part. And then he just walks around smelling like shit for the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. It's ter- The movie's not good, but that oh part's fucking God. great. I was like, they needed to have more moments like this yeah. in the movie because holy shit. But there is there is some other good moments, but not quite on that level. Yeah. And the writing's just really good on that. And Tracy Morgan, um, Kion said this. I don't think he said it on air when we were recording, but we were kind of talking and he's like, because we were talking about no, I think he did. Because we were talking about um, Wednesday and how um, what's our boy's name that plays Fester in that? Oh, Fred Armisen. How Fred Armisen kind of just like does what he wants and he's goofy and he knows he's being goofy, but he just plays on. And he's like, it's a lot like how, what Tracy Morgan does, yeah, but yeah, Tracy yeah. Morgan's just a lot more silly. And it's so true. Yeah, Tracy Morgan is just like even when he's in a sh- the shittiest movie, he's so lovable. He is, and you just like yeah, he's just great. You fucking love him. Yeah, I mean, he, him and Danny Glover are the definitely the the highlights of that movie. All right, so we're, sure. gonna, we're gonna cover two movies today. Oh wait, um, I, will, I have something I want to talk about. Oh, okay. Do you want to oh, yeah. do you want to do the first one of this first, or you want to uh, do your thing first? Uh, th- are you going to introduce what we're doing? I'll introduce it, yeah, yeah. and then you can talk <laughs> about what you're going to talk okay. about. Don't forget. All right, so on this episode, we're going to do only two movies, and we'll get to that on the Simon Gamora guide. But uh, we're going to try to do like the Simon Gamora's more often, so it'll probably be like you know we'll try to focus on like two movies, and if we watch more, we'll talk about more, but at least two movies, and we'll keep the episodes a little bit shorter because of that. But um. For Christmas, Steph's sister, uh, she knew we did the, me and Ben did the one chip challenge. Yeah, so and then she also did the one chip challenge and she barfed after she ate that chip. So oh, then, yeah. so yeah, thanks, Stace. So she got me the Death Nut Challenge version <laughs> 2.0 and Steph agreed to do it with me. Did I? You did. Nah. And it's, this is a little different because it's not just one thing. It's, um, there's a group of, there's five individual sets of uh, wrapped nuts and they get progressively warmer as you go so we're going to do the first one right now this is a heat level of mild and getting started carolina reaper chocolate butla peppers and it's just i feel fun like stuff. carolina reaper is not the so way to ahead. start and when you grab these when you, it gets hotter just make sure you're like i don't rub my eyes you're wiping or something but here i'll hand them to you because i'm a nice gentleman all right and we'll pop. do it at the same time ready yeah. first one level one immediately hot it is chocolatey. It is chocolatey. Okay, I'm going to say right now, that is way hotter for a level one mm-hmm. than I thought it was going to be. This is what I, oh, Jesus. Oh my God, okay, this is what I expected. All right, it's level one. Mm. Uh, so it's going to be not, a lot of, I'm not editing these episodes, by the way, they're oh raw. I just put like post-production on them, so you're going to hear a lot of like breaks in this one. 
Unless I have to just completely stop so me and Steph can recover. Yeah. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. That's level one? It keeps building. Oh my fucking God. It's not unbearable. That's what I'm saying. Carolina Reaper is not a, it's not a starting pepper. Well, the thing is, oh my God. Uh-huh. Each one of these has Carolina Reaper and another pepper. Holy shit. It just keeps going. All right. I'm going to try. Ooh. So we have- um, My nose is running did already. Did you end up bringing oat milk up? No. So we have what? Popsicles? Uh-huh. Did I didn't you- want to mix. We have pretzels. I'm going to I'm gonna try not to eat anything until I absolutely have to. Yeah. But we're going to do these slow. We're not going to do the actual challenge where it wants you to wait five minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. No way. Because this is going to last for five minutes. There's no way this is going to be over in five minutes. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. For sure. All right. Okay. We're going to talk about- this I'm is going to be fun, too, because we're going to have to talk about things as we're dying. It's so, like it's like uh, hot ones where yeah. you have to concentrate. So you're really like, this isn't so bad. I can uh, still think. Yeah, yeah. I haven't gotten to the point where like I can't think. And no. when we came up here to the studio, it's like, it's really cold up here. I was like, you're going to love the coldness oh, when I, we get to the I end. I have broken out into a swipe. I have a full mustache, mustache sweat right now. I really want you to try to get to the end with me. I'm going to try. I really want you to. I'll try. But I'm not going to hold a gun to your head because okay. you're, you're a strong, independent woman and you make your own decisions. Thanks. I appreciate that. But you will do it last time. <laughs> um, okay. So this is something that kind of plays off um, something you brought up on our last Sodom and Gomorrah episode. I th- Or did I bring up? you of, you of you washing my dead body. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so now I've talked about it on some of the uh, other, you know, Say Love Satan podcast in the past about green burials and my interest in that. And... So I thought that this was uh, an interesting topic to bring up. Awesome. So um, as of January this year, um, New York State has legalized human composting. Mm. And it is not the first state. I did hear about that. Yeah, it's not the first state. So it's actually a bunch of states. It's the sixth state to do it. Um, I'm trying to find the other states. I know it's California, Colorado. I want to say Arizona. Oh, I can't see them all. Um, I can't. I can't even read. We're we're getting there as a society. You know, uh, they legalize, oh. starting to legalize weed, starting to legalize uh, psychotropics, yeah, mushrooms and shit. So Washington State was the first to legalize it in two, uh, 2019, and then Colorado, Oregon in 2021, Vermont and California in 2022, and then uh, New York in 2023. But I think they have like a little bit of stipulation around. So they've legalized it, but they like have a certain amount of time before it actually they start performing it. I believe that Colorado started immediately. Um, uh, but California is a five year wait for some reason. I don't know. It just seems odd. Everyone else is like one year so they can get their shit in order and um, kind of, I guess, get things rolling and set things up. But um, it's really interesting. So it's supposed to be. How are you doing over there with that? Um, and yeah, I'm sweating. It's like one side of my mouth is on fire, not the other one. What is um, it like? Was that like a? Pe- it was a peanut, right? Uh, you know who knows? Oh god, yeah. <laughs> who knows what it was? I think so. <laughs> um, you know, we'll say though, it did taste good. It was tasty. Yeah, it was tasty. Yeah. Um. So it's it's like you know it's supposed to be like better for the environment, and so I feel like things are going to be moving in this direction, especially with a younger generation who is more. Uh, concerned about the environment right. and the future. So yeah, once we get rid of these old people, they're just like <laughs> they're just like on my block. They just like sweep up the street. I'm like, oh look at that old guy sweeping up the street. He's so he he he's such a good good soldier. And then I watch him brush it all down the sewer, yeah. and I'm like, but why? Why did you do that? <laughs> that's not, no, you were doing a good thing, yeah. and then you just totally like. But that's like a thing that we thought was okay when we were kids. Oh yeah, you did. You know, you're like the sewers where the trash goes. Yeah, yeah, you throw it down there. That's the worst thing to do. FYI, guys, in case you don't know. We used to tie strings to our GI Joes. And then throw them? And then throw them down and then lower them down to the sewer. We also used to get, um, my, this is how ghetto we were. Like when we would like run out of tennis balls, 
we knew they were all down the sewer. <laughs> so we would get my dad's uh, rake for the leaves. Yeah. And, and, we pull- would, and we'd stick it down there and we'd rake up like 40 Holy crap. Like tennis balls. And then we would reuse them and they smelled awful. I bet. Just floating in a, <laughs> floating in a shit stew. <laughs> oh my God. But when you're a so kid, gross. like when we were kids, at least we stunk. We played in the woods all day. We yeah. were dirty. Like when I would take a bath at the end of the day, my mom would always be like, she was one of those moms that was like, wash your ears. Because yeah. like our ears were dirty. <laughs> it looked like our, our like, if, if there was little critters that lived in our ears, they were living in the dust bowl. Oh my like, God. Like it was just fucking... It was disgusting. I mean, like the, the, the tub would have like a dirt like a, ring yeah. on it all times. I, I mean, I was like an active kid. Like I was out playing like, but you, you didn't know, have like, trees. but I wasn't a boy, you, you know, so also, I wasn't like playing, but I didn't have the woods. Well, right? it's also I lived hard in, to get dirty when you don't have dirt. I, no, we did have a lot that we played stickball in. Oh, okay. And I played with all the boys um, and I had a backyard where it was full of dirt. Um, did you kiss any of those boys? No, I didn't. Um, you wanted to though. No, but I wasn't. Jason, right? I but, wasn't. Who's Jason? <laughs> he was the cool kid. <laughs> Uh, I didn't have woods to play in though because I lived in the inner city. I lived in a neighborhood where there were sparse trees. Yeah, we you know, just um, we took Nandor uh, recently to uh, to uh, my childhood woods that yeah. I grew up in. I mean, Steph, I took Steph there once before because I just think it's cool, like st- like to show stuff. Like this is where I spent like ten, twelve, thirteen years of my life playing in these woods. It's crazy. And I wish I had that in my childhood. It, and man. yeah, when Steph was walking around, she was like, "Man, this looks like this was the coolest place to grow up." And I was like, "It really was, dude. It really was." Yeah. On the um, on the next episode we're doing, um, Conan the Barbarian, we're gonna have uh my buddy uh Matt that I used to work at Whole Foods with. But the following episode, when it's my pick, I'm not gonna say what I'm picking, but I already know what it's gonna be, and I'm gonna coordinate to have Mike, uh, my childhood friend, oh, on the podcast yeah. for that one, and hopefully he's available. And if he's not, then I'll just. You know, we'll do, I'll do that as another pick when he is available. But the movie I'm going to pick is like a movie that we watched constantly. Yeah. And oh, nice. Mike was one of my buddies, man. When we hung out in the woods, like he knows about the porn stash. <laughs> he knows about the woods. And he's, he was on a couple episodes. Oh yeah, Mike was on. Yeah, a couple, yeah. yeah, like Mike hasn't been on in a long time, but he was on like four, maybe five episodes. Burial ground, uh, house. Back in the days of demons all, of recording in our apartment. Yeah, that was our, a long time ago. It was a long time ago. I want to get him back. We did see him for a friendsgiving, and it was great. Oh, it was so nice. His wife's awesome. Yeah. Uh, is oh, that is that no no, so, no I'm, I'm back sorry. to it so I just want to like, I get sidetracked so easily. No, it's fine. It's fine. So I'm just a squirrel trying to get a nut to, to move, move your, your butt. butt. To the dance floor. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, so it's uh, so it, it looks like the cost is like, it's kind of expensive. I mean, I think the process is about like $7,000. Everything that's new is always, everything, yeah, when yeah. it's new and it's not established and there's not competition, right, it's always expensive. So it's good though, because it's like the first steps of that. Yeah, so it's but like, I think it's comparable to what you pay for a traditional funeral, funeral with yeah. a burial yeah. you know um but the, it takes but it's like time to, it takes like a lot of time is um, that's the one where they like basically liquefy you right no so they put you in your own vessel yeah with like i don't know there's like straw and hay and stuff in there can and you then like you get, compost but it takes like eight weeks so here's so, my question can you like personalize your personal cut like your compost so like say i want to be i want this to be done and they're putting like hay in there and stuff can i be like can you put like some like uh what is it called? Um, herbs de Provence de Herbs or whatever. It is. Herbs de Provence. Yeah. Can you put some uh, Provence herbs in I there? Mean, you, maybe me? you can, but I think they probably, I'm, I'm assuming that they've, they have developed their own formula, like their own mixture right. of composting material that works better. Listen, I think that, I think that I could, I can get up on this yeah. and, you know, do my own little Kickstarter <laughs> for my own uh, green composting, but it'd be more personalized. I mean, I think it's I like, like spices when I was alive. So put a little smoked paprikes. Yeah. <laughs> in with me i think it's a great idea i mean it's it's kind of sucks that it's it seems like 
it'll as the as the business grows and it's successful like they'll probably have more places that do this and like can can do more people to do more bodies at a time yeah. but like how many it takes if it takes eight weeks that's like a long time you know yeah i want to uh, start up a business where when when your wife's alive we my company they get some of her dna right uh-huh. and then when your wife dies we can regrow your wife but <laughs> she won't be actually alive it'll just be like the shell of your wife with a skeleton so she can stand but no inner organs and then we can put your wife in like a like a display tube with like formaldehyde and it's gonna be called say like keep your wife.com but and what you, do you do just look at her yeah look you put her, her in your house and <laughs> then and then weird. each wife you get you can keep on putting her in like your man cave and you can uh-huh. so when your friends come over you can be like that was my first wife look at how beautiful she was that was my second wife look how beautiful she was and you just keep going wow because it would be a cloned version of your wife when she was in her prime not like the beat down version, like the, the well, old, considering not the, like the old shag carpet version of your wife, but right. like the freshly installed carpet of your wife. Well, considering that like, uh, you know, women tend to live longer than men. It doesn't seem believable that a man, that the average man would have all these wives. Well, I'm, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like also like a future thing when like, when men decide that we want to live longer than women right. and we give ourselves <laughs> the technology to do that, but women still live to the regular age, but men live like four times as long. So you're going to be 400 years old. Yeah, but I'm still going to look young because we, we're going to have like oh, the that... stem cell pills, but we won't give them to women because okay. we're the ones in charge. Where are you getting these stem cell pills? It's the future. They're everywhere. <laughs> you just go to CVS, but they won't sell them to you if you're a woman. You're missing my whole point. I am missing this whole point. Jesus Christ. Like clearly you don't know how stem cells work, but that's cool. Yeah, I do. Well, I don't know now. I don't know what they're going to be like in 40 years. I'm just saying, but the technology is going to exist. Okay. Okay. And as long as the patriarchy continues, I mean, I'm just saying stuff, you better start dotting your I's and crossing your T's because it's the future is not looking so bright for the women's. <laughs> so anyway, I just want to say to wrap up my little thing about human composting. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see how many more states are going to uh, legalize it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Pennsylvania. What's um, like, but what's but, the pushback against it? Like, why are they oh, not? So I think that people are t- like very traditional. And I think it also depends on like your religious background and like right. what your beliefs are. Right. And people, I think people are just opposed to like new things. Right. And they're no, like, I mean, what they're like, yes. Oh, the way that we do things is we embalm you. I mean, we and still we, can't get used to the fact that there's like white and brown. I mean, brown skin people living in our country. So yeah. what makes us think we're going to be able to do and even like, something simple? Like, you know, not everyone wants to be in a heterosexual relationship or you know oh my god but no yeah we can't even accept that our neighbor bob wants to suck dick it's like who cares let bob suck dick sucking dick is he loves it why are you gonna (laughs) tell him not to do it look how happy he is when he sucks dick (laughs) no but seriously i think that that's part of it and i think like as the older older generations you know die um then maybe it'll become more acceptable but also there's like you know there's green burials there's also something else called i want to say it's like I can't remember the term aquification. I don't know. Basically, right, I think right. they liquefy that's, that, that's what I was thinking of. That's not available in very many places, yeah. but I think that's going to be the kind of the future as well. Like how aquification m- is basically like you just put a body in like a washing machine yeah. and you just hit like you hit the like heavy soil <laughs> yeah, setting yeah, yeah. and you leave it on for like a week. Right. And then when you come back, your husband's just like liquid mush. I mean, but also we have to consider that like, especially in um, highly populated cities, like, are we still going to have like bury people? Like, we need to have housing for people. You're not going to be taking up land to bury bodies well, also, that are like embalmed. You're not. They're just going to be in the ground forever. What ends up happening too, in a lot of cases like this, and you see it a lot in Philadelphia, and um, I guess to like a lesser degree, like you wouldn't see it as much in like smaller towns and stuff like that. But in big cities, a lot of these cemeteries, they're they go into like this, you know, phase where like they're it's very lucrative. There, there's more people being buried there. But then once the cemetery kind of gets full, 
or you know people don't want to be buried at that specific cemetery anymore it doesn't become profitable and then the owners just kind of like leave it and yeah and it becomes overgrown there's this really cool cemetery bias that i want to quote unquote break into quote unquote, it, unquote and it's called and it's mount <laughs> vernon it's literally right next to laurel hill cemetery it's across um, the street it's across the street but it's like it looks like a horror movie because yeah. it has an, the same architect who did the laurel hill cemetery like um a lot of like the statues and a lot of in the gates and like and the like main that. entrance gate he, they did yeah. he did the main entrance for that and it has just fallen into disrepair because the guy who owns it doesn't want to like do anything with it. So it looks like it's just got like, it's been sitting for like basically like 30, 30 years or something. Right. I think like, they said, yeah, uh, uh, for 30 or 40 yeah. years. Yeah. And it's crazy how it's really cool to see I, that stuff always like is very interesting to me. And it's like, it does this thing in my brain where I want to explore it Yeah, because like, I think it's really cool when like nature takes back like what we have done Yeah, in a very quick, I mean, 30 years, that's nothing. Right. So like you can figure like you fast forward through time, you know, what it's going to look like in 30 more years if no one does anything right. to it. Cause there's been other cemeteries like that in like Philadelphia. Mount, Mount Mariah, which we've talked about and before. The only reason that Mount Mariah has like bounced back is because people took it into their own, own hands yeah. to like start cleaning it up. Right. It has nothing to do with the city fig- no. like wanting to do that because no. it's not there's no money to be had. So it's like actually just guys. Like it was like ve- like good old people. There's good old people and there's bad old people. <laughs> the bad old people, that's what we need to do. We need to start like green composting yeah. all the old people. We need to like there needs to be like this uprising of young people where we show up at old people's houses and we make them fill out a questionnaire and based on how they fill out the questionnaire, you stay or you go to the green composting house. <laughs> Not exactly what the Nazis did because the Nazis were bad people, but this is a good thing. Oh, it's a good thing. Yeah, because then it would just be harmonious. You just like, <laughs> you, walk, you see a Trump flag outside of someone's house. It doesn't matter if they're old at that point. If they're at least 20, you send them to the green compost. Okay. And you, you do your thing. Because like you feel like I, I, by 20, you have kind of developed your own beliefs. Well, yeah, you, you go there right? and you lie to them too. You'd be like, uh, oh, we're here to take you out for your free complimentary meal at Cracker Barrel. Right. And they're fucking a Trumper's going to be like, <laughs> Cracker Barrel? They're going to be fucking shooting fucking country fried steak yeah. out of their dick hole. And they're going to come with you. And then it, it actually is a Cracker Barrel on the outside. But then when you go in, you just push them into a washing machine. <laughs> right. And you hit heavy soil. Yeah. And, th- and then no, it takes care of itself. But, but this is like building on, on the talk of the cemeteries. Like, I know, like... I forget sometimes too that like Philadelphia is a very very old city in this yeah. country, right? So it's crazy too because they're always like they're always doing development. I'm sorry, they're always doing development where they're building new buildings and they're like, oh, there was 200 colonial bodies yes. in the ground. We have to hold this and get them out. It's it, insane. It happens but all the time. Some of the graves in that cemetery are very old, right? Yeah. Like it's it's just so cool and it's so sad. I mean, the city is a mess. It but was like uh, it's. I think Cindy uh, actually sent us an article, and this is going back like years. That she sent us this article. Oh, about that cemetery. About that, that cemetery was like, in Fishtown. Yeah. Where like they were digging up like to do development and they're like, they don't know. The thing is like, sometimes they can go back in like the, the, um, you know, like the city files. I don't, I don't know what it records, is. Like, yeah, 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 city record. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they can go back really far in yeah. some cases and be like, oh, it's the cemetery. But the way they used to like plot things back then, it's just like, you know, it's a cemetery, but you don't know the extent of how many bodies were buried there. It wasn't like this cemetery contains 1500 bodies. This cemetery contains hundred bodies. It's just like there was a cemetery there. Right. And then they just like, at some point before people gave a shit, you know, yeah. when, when dead people were just dead people, they're just like, now it's a, now it's a warehouse where we make shoes. Right. And people are like, just that's build- fine. Yeah. That's fine. Cause I need shoes. <laughs> I need shoes so fucking bad. Yeah. No, it's, it is crazy to think that how many buildings are just over top of old cemeteries, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Especially in bigger cities, man. That's a cool thing. 
uh, it, you're right. It's just like it's because what ends up happening is like over time, it's like especially with big cities, it's infrastructure over infrastructure over infrastructure over infrastructure, and you just keep layering. Yeah. You know, but because it's not like in a lot of cases, like you know, they get rid of the old stuff, like. In a hundred years from now, if they decide that Philadelphia needs like all new plumbing, they'll just build on top of yeah. it. But it's going to be hard in the city. But in other places, those those ancient places still exist. They're just deep. Well, we and we've talked about this, but I know I keep talking about this. But like, I mean, I'm going off on this tangent. We've talked about the state of the city. How they're still digging up like fucking clay pipes, <laughs> terracotta wood, pipes, wood pipes. Yeah, they did. They, yeah, wood in, fucking in, pipes. In West Philadelphia, this was like going back like two years. Yeah, they were getting rid of a of an old pipe and they pulled it out and they're like. Oh, this is pretty old. It's like made out of a tree trunk. Yeah. It was literally a tree that was hollowed out to be a pipe. It's insane. So, and then, and then you wonder like, <laughs> what the fuck am I drinking out of my tap water? <laughs> yes. Right? Like there is some shit That's in here. That's why it's so fucking chlorinated. And then, and then Britta is just like, Master Britta is just <laughs> yes. like, yes, your water is so dirty. Buy my filters for $30. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'll just drink soda. I don't need to drink water. I'll drink, I'll drink Coke Zero. That's Give, where I get no. all my hydration. I mean, what's your current soda of choice? Mountain Dew Zero. I do love Mountain Dew Zero. And, I don't, I, and you know what's funny? I wasn't like a mountain. I was a, I was a doer for a while. I was like a Code Red Boy. And yeah. then and then Livewire came out. I yeah. never drank any of that shit. Oh, no, I did. I, I love soda. soda. Soda is one of my like... Soda and potato chips are like, my, and I don't eat potato. We don't buy potato chips because I will eat a whole bag in one sitting. Like in the summer, we do but, when we when we have. Oh yeah, we bar- grow, we, we grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll get like a little bag or something. Like a nuts, you gotta but have like, nuts. I can't have chips in the house because I'll eat them every day. Yeah, and it's like I have to have soda. Like I have drank soda for so long that like now I drink the zero just for the sugar content because I don't want to have diabetes. <laughs> but like if I don't drink soda, I'm like irritable. It's like there's drugs in it. Oh, it's I'm an addiction. I'm yeah. convinced because I'm just like, no, shut up. No. And I'm kicking <laughs> my cat because like I didn't have a soda that day. And I'm like, and then God I drink, damn it, Paxton, where's my soda? And then I drink my soda and I just stop. Sh- the shake stop. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then I'm happy. I'm like, Steph, I love you so much. And she's like, you're only saying that because you drank your Coke Zero. And I'm like, it's, it's right. It's true. It's true. Is that all you got? That's it. That's, that's cool. It. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's really, it's awesome. It's it, baby steps. Yeah. Baby steps for the good. And then it's like, uh, huge sugar baby leaps for the bad it's, it's like you know sugar baby. the sugar babies like when bad things happen it's like a sugar baby jump yeah it's like oh this is what's happening what's a sugar baby the sugar gliders mm-hmm. right sugar they call them gliders th- yeah yeah okay i wasn't call, sure if you meant that yeah i call them sugar babies yeah yeah because they're cute and they're you're like, thinking of a bush baby you're thinking of a you're, you're mixing bush babies and sugar gliders well they're both adorable science get on that but mi- they're different mix them <laughs> Mix them together because no. I want a bush baby that can glide. Oh man, I fucking love bush babies, but I know it's like an asshole thing to have one as a pet. Kinda no, like you it, shouldn't. Kind of like if you have like a chinchilla, you're like, you're kind of an asshole. You shouldn't have a chinchilla as a pet. You know, they're like fucking wild animals. But then also part of me is like, I, we're going to have a spare bedroom soon. My brother moves out and I want a fucking, I want a sugar glider for in there. I would, te- I would teach him so much cool shit. Or a bush baby. Bush babies are cute. You can't buy a bush baby. The people don't sell them. I know. You can buy a sugar glider. I mean, like, if you live in Asia, it seems like you can get a bush baby. <laughs> on the dark web, I can buy a bush. But if you live in Russia, you can have a fucking panther as oh a Oh my pet, God, so. the Instagram algorithm. Oh, man. The Instagram algorithm knows I love Russians who have exotic pets. Because <laughs> yeah. it's always like, it's always like, and it's like a fucking like leopard. Like, yes. It, with a woman in bed. Yeah. And I'm like, that's going to end poorly for you. <laughs> I hope it does. Because you always want to have the upper hand in your relationship with your animal. Just in case for one second, 
they forget yeah. that, that they're, you know, they're the, the, the hierarchy of life, right. you know, because like, you know, sometimes our cats will bite us and I'm like, oh, it's okay, buddy. You're good. You know, yeah. it was a mistake. Cause you did it. Or Nandor does something stupid. I'm like, okay, it's okay, bud. You're good. But if a fucking leopard by accident bites your neck. Oh, you're dead. You're just dead. And you're like, it's okay, buddy. <laughs> it's okay. And you're yes. like, you're, you're breathing out of your neck and your, your fucking jugglers shoot in your eye and shit. Um, Going again to the Sodom and Gomorrah. Yes. Oh, no, no. Let's do what we're drinking real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can we do it. We didn't even talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we have a new beer. It's the Dream Cycle IPA from Love City Brewing. We've mentioned them before. They're from Philadelphia. They're excellent. I mean, our favorite is Eraserhood. Guys, if you can find Eraserhood, it is, it's one of my favorite IPAs, I think. Um, so this is made with uh, orange and vanilla, and it's 7.8% alcohol. You want to do... It's tall do, boy. Let's do level two, um, and then I'm going to make you do the Simon Gamore Guide as you're dying. Oh, my God. But, okay. But do it slow and give some details about each movie since we're only doing two. Well, uh, like what the year Like the year came out. Okay, that's what I always do that. Starring. No, we're going to get... When I get into the movie. By, when I get into the movie, I get you know, all it. that. I want all that on the intros. Nope. All right, we're going to do the next one right now. It's warming up. Carolina Reaper. And ghost pepper. No, that is not a level two. It, it's a medium. The first one was the Fuck, first one they man. said was a mild. So here, this is like and the then, like, biggest uh, bullshit I've ever. So the first two nuts we did before we eat them, I'll just describe them. They are like um, they're they kind of just look like a peanut. Yeah, it does look like a peanut with like a dusting. Uh, light dusting on it that looks like um it's a coating it looks like it's got syphilis <laughs> like this is why this it's is like what, leprosy this is accurate to my penis size and my yeah. color and the color uh-huh. when, I, when i had syphilis that one time yeah. remember and i had to I get do. i had to get the heavy penicillin injection in my you don't want you don't want tertiary because that's no good it goes it, to your brain my wee chang i had yeah. to get it all <laughs> all right number two all right sweet yep mm. I'm like nervous about this. Mm. Well, the thing that sucks about eating the peanut, I'll say, you can't, you could just swallow it probably, right? But then once you start chewing it, oh, yeah. it becomes like a peanut butter uh-huh. and it coats your mouth. Oh my God. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I got to drink some. Hold on. <laughs> mm. And it coats your mouth. <sighs> so there's no escape right no it's like a because like the peanuts always leave like that kind of oil yeah and it stays in your mouth oh, and man. then all the little bits of the peanut here it comes get caught <laughs> it's like a slow build right that was like holy be- shit that was like a beginning of a hip-hop track here it comes <sighs> okay i will say that one was tasty too it was tasty um it had a sweetness like for yeah. only the first two seconds i guess i mean the sweetness is lingering but the heat it, the tingling is Ooh. building yeah, it's hot. It is hot. I would say it's it's comparable to the first one. Yeah, it's not I can't unbearable. Really say it's the uh, it's worse. It's kind of no. the same. I was surprised how hot that first one was, but Me like too. you said, the Carolina Reapers are it's just not like, like you're starting with a fucking jalapeno. Jalapenos, you know. You know? Give me some sriracha. Even like a haba, habanero. Haba, 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 haba. Ooh. Okay. Some. <laughs> Sodom and Gomorrah guide. <laughs> oh man, I feel like I'm like hyper salivating also because of this. Jesus. Yeah, you look like a Paxton when he's happy and he's dripping yeah. all over us. <laughs> Holy shit! Now it's hitting me hard mm-hmm. now. You know what's mm. when you smoke this uh, little, little vape? It feels better because it's a frozen flavor. Oh, okay. So it has that menthol cooling effect. Here, hold on. I'll give it to you. I'm gonna try one. <sighs> Damn. Mm. <coughs> Ooh, daddy. 
Yeah, there's going to be some downtime in this episode, guys, when we're recovering. So you're just going to have to fast forward if you don't want to hear us. Us like smacking our lips. Mm. Yeah. Man, that's only two. It's like up in my nose, I feel. Ooh. My stomach's already getting that feeling like when you do a shot of like, uh, like uh, vodka uh-huh. and it just burns in the, in the pit of your stomach. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, excuse me. Oh, God. Okay. <clears throat> my, my ear is on fire. Um, Sodom and Gomorrah Guide, guys. So, first up is the menu from 2022, followed by the Eight Immortals Restaurant, The Untold Story from 1993. And the reason we're doing these is because they have together the idea in the culinary world yeah like you know food is at the heart of both of, of these. both of these movies yeah and that is why we are also bringing our menu <laughs> of the death nut challenge my fucking stomach feels like there's a hole burning there. <laughs> and i already had to eat a hard pretzel just to like like make it dissipate faster yeah. but i'm finally back to normal my lips are just on fire my mouth is okay my, and my ear is tingling i am now Truly terrified at of what, the next one. Of what the, I know. I'm not terrified of the next one, but the last two, I'm fucking shit scared, Janet. Janet, I'm, I'm, sh- I'm, I'm shit scared. I'm shit scared. <laughs> am I doing it right, Janet? Janet, am I doing it right, Janet? <laughs> Why hasn't anybody picked the Greasy strang- Strangler yet to cover on the podcast? I don't know, man. Let's just do it. Is it going to be your next pick? F- it's my Okay, I'm going to announce it right now. That's my next pick. I, I doubt you'll stick to it. Oh, I fucking will. I thought your next pick was going to be like, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, um... Uh, fuck well, that movie we just watched uh, with David Bowie. Oh, the, what, hunger. the hunger. Yeah, man, no. I think we need. We we have been talking about our love for the Gracie Strangler for years. Well, you know, we have to get on that on that episode. Beard John. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, we have to. Yes, that's our boy. That's our greasy boy, John. You, you're you're hearing it now. He's the one who prepare told, yourself. He, he's the one who told me <laughs> you got to watch Tropical Cocktails, and I watched it, and that was like the best. Yeah. What, oh is, what does the guy say? Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'm going to have to fucking uh, get some sound bites for that episode. <laughs> yes. So I could just keep setting them off. Setting and them the off. Greasy Strangler. Holy shit. Oh my God. I love Ricky Prickles. Ricky Prickles. <laughs> <laughs> it's still the best movie ever. Puerto. I, I remember when I tried to make my mom watch that and my mom was just like, uh, I was like, mom, you got to watch this. Your sense of humor is like mine. It was too much for her. Eventually, like she watched 45 minutes of it and she's like, all right, I, I just can't do any more of this. <laughs> And I was like, really? I was so sad. I was like, it was like a kid that you told, you like, know, no Christmas this year. You know that's a movie that people will either love or hate. Yeah, and it's like, it is one of those things where, like, I almost, like, told my mom she wasn't my mom anymore because she didn't <laughs> like it. Because, like, I will judge people if they don't like that movie. But you know what's funny? I would not recommend that to my family at all. Maybe my sister would like it. My sister has a no, similar... No, I don't, no, I don't think so. I think it'd be too weird for her, too. Yeah. I don't know. She has a weird sense of humor, though. She does, but, like, it is, like... It expects you to ha- maintain a weird sense of humor for Throughout. an hour and like half. And, and then the end is fucking bonkers. Like, like it wants you to be like, come along for this ride. <laughs> and you leave all of the shit you think you know at the table. Yeah. <laughs> when, you come to this, when you come to the greasy strangler couch, you have to leave all your earthly ideas yeah, behind. That's true. And just accept the journey. Fully dunked. Yeah. If you don't fully dunk, <laughs> then you're not ready for the experience, yeah, but you yes. have to be fully experienced for the full dunk. Yeah. No, I agree. Okay. So we will get into uh, the menu. And like I said, from 2022. Fully dunk dog. 
Um, directed by Mark Mylod. So I'm going to see what else he directed, if we know anything. Um, oh, he directed some of the Shameless episodes, which, and great, uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Um, uh, oh, and the Minority Report TV series. Urgh. TV series. I didn't apparently know that, was, that was a I thing. I didn't know it was a thing. What uh, movies? It looks has like he, he done? did all TV stuff. He did like some uh, episodes of Entourage. Are you saying this is um, his first feature film? He, yeah, that's what it looks like. Uh, what a weird way to start right? your. Uh, yeah, what a, what a choice that was. That was. <laughs> That was that was like the that was the spice making my lips not say the words right and my tongue's just like um, my tongue's flopping around like a like a beached whale right now. Oh my poor all oh, those all those poor beached whales that just died. Yeah, somewhere beach whales is, is an interesting phenomenon because they really still don't know why they do it. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, maybe it's like um, yeah, it's just like it's just suicide yeah. in many ways to. Um, it's like apoptosis. It's like bicentennial you know man. Apoptosis is. What's that? What's it's apoptosis? Like, it's like cell suicide. It's like the scheduled cell death mm. that occurs. Yeah. And they, the whales are like, my time's up. Gotta well, beach myself. We don't know how they work either. Like the, the hierarchy how, of the whales. We don't know how a whale works. So like maybe like, uh, well, cause, cause they go deep and we don't know what goes on down there. They yeah. can have like meetings and shit. We don't know about, you know, the, the, whale, the whale, the meetings? only one that really knows what goes on with the whales is Jason Momoa for he is the Aquaman. I mean, yeah, he knows everything about them. The meetings that take place, the crustaceans. Yeah. Do you think that Aquaman like, does he not eat any sea creatures? Is he so only he's eat- like a he's like a vegetarian in that sense, where he's he like, I cannot, I can only eat cows. land animals. Yeah, yeah, that makes but sense. Would he eat like crab legs? Like, if you took him out to like Red Lobster, yeah, or would he be offended? I think he would only eat the biscuits. Kind of like the boys, <laughs> how he has to like. Remember when he has yes. to eat, eat the octopus? Oh, and then he's Highland- fucking, he's fucking that octopus. A Homelander, <laughs> a Homelander. Remember when Homelander yes. makes him eat the octopus, yes. and, and he can like hear what he's saying. He's like, he's screaming, <laughs> he's crying. I'm sorry. The fucking show is so good. I can't, oh my god, I love it. When is Aquaman two coming out? By the way, oh, it's coming soon, right? It's coming, yeah. Oh god, I already I got the wait. theater reserved. I can't wait. I can go in there with my pants off. Listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go in there, and as I'm walking to my seat, I'm just gonna be kicking my shoes off, my socks off, my pants off, my underwear's <laughs> off until I finally sit there, and then I'm just gonna start greasing myself up with coconut oil, ready for the Momoa. I feel like people don't take us seriously when we say how much we love that movie. It's fucking so <laughs> stupid. It's, it's so good. You though. have to love it. It's so <laughs> stupid. It is like the dumbest movie ever made, but it's so good. It's so good. Maligalig also. Yeah, oh my God. We got to see Megan. I, yeah, people have said good things about that I wanna movie. I want to see I don't, you Listen, I don't listen to what people say. I follow my heart. Yeah. And my heart belongs to a little Asian <laughs> by the name of... James Wan. Wan, 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 Wan. James Wan. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm going to mention some of the cast. This, the cast is excellent oh, in this movie. the cast is on fire, bro. I mean, Ray Fiennes. Oh, yes. And I will just say right off the bat, Ray Fiennes... If any other actor was in this movie, I would like it 60% less because yes. he fucking crushes it. He's great. He's a great actor. He really is. I love him. He was in that Cronenberg movie, Spider or something like oh, that. Oh, that played, movie was fucking weird. And he plays like a weird guy in yeah. it. And he's like, oh, good. <laughs> That's all I remember. I don't really remember what the whole story was. I don't either, but it's weird. I mean, of course he's Voldemort. I just so. remember Spider as him sitting on a bench going like, oh, yeah. Oh, and he was in Red Dragon, right? The remake of Red Dragon, Ugh. The English Patient. I mean, he's in a ton of shit. I don't know what that movie is. He was in some Wes Anderson stuff. Is The too. English Patient when the guy like ate too much like black pudding, <laughs> and he like had like hardcore stomach pains? Yeah. yeah. 
He was he, like, I need my sticky had, toffee pudding now yeah, to wash it he's down. He's like, I got coffee grind shit. I, <laughs> I need to bind this. I need to make it. And they're like, well, you got blood in your stuff. You got coffee grind shit. And he's like, no, the English patient. Um, Anna, is it Anya? Anna? Her name is spelled A-N-Y-A. I thought it was Anna. Everybody's speculating she had hardcore plastic surgery before this movie. I think she looks the same. She just looks skinnier. Yeah, she looks. But also, I'm so used to her with blonde hair and to see her with like a different color hair. She looks borderline anorexic in this yeah, movie. Yeah, she's really skinny. She, she, her cheekbones yeah. are all sunken and concave. And like my only regret is like not seeing her ribcage because I feel like it would have been super sexy <laughs> yeah. to see her. Like, I mean, look, you see her big boobs, though. She would have looked like a, hung, dress. like a hungry dog. <laughs> oh, my God. They found at the kennel. Uh, Nicholas Holt. Who's he? That's her boyfriend. Well, oh, her date. Her oh, date Cyclops. Yeah, yeah. Cyclops. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hung Chow. I think that's how you probably how you pronounce it. She was our favorite. Do Elsa? Elsa's she was awesome. great. Right? Melissa said she's in Watchmen, the TV show. Yeah, that's I, what did, we, I know. And I looked her up and I didn't see that, but I guess, yeah. She's su- and I, there has to be something else that we missed. We, she was really familiar to She us. was super familiar yeah. and she was fucking awesome. Tor- and, uh, Tortilla and- Delicioso. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and then going back to Anna Taylor Joy, she's fucking awesome in it. I loved her. Um, and going back even to Cyclops, he plays his role excellent. You fucking want to punch him in the you face. You hate him. Yeah. yeah. Um, Janet McTeer, um, she is from, she plays a food critic in this movie, and she is from the Ozark. The Ozark. Oh, she's the lawyer. Yeah. Oh, damn. Damn yeah. it. Yeah. I didn't realize. That. You know what's funny? I recognized her you and couldn't pay, place her. Yeah. And now that you say that, yeah, she's, obviously. She's great. She is great. She's great. She plays like a snooty, snooty. Food critic. Yeah. I mean, uh, said. John Leguizamo. This is our second movie, right? And like recently that he was in. And this was more. This he was, was great. This was just better. He was good. Because it's just a better story, better script. And he fits that role perfectly yeah. for what he's doing. And um, I would say it's like a big, it's not a big role. He's, he's just, not, he's there, but he's not like, like a, the main character. It's like a side character. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the only other person I wanted to mention, I mean, you might recognize some of these other people. Everyone's great. But uh, I was like, Jess, do you recognize this woman? And you were like, no, I don't know who she is. And I was like, that's the fucking mom from Who's the Boss, Judith Light. I, I, and I'm struggling to remember <laughs> what the intro to Who's the Boss was, like the song. Oh, I don't remember either. And every time I, and every time I try to sing it in my head, it just becomes the perfect stranger. The facts stranger. of life. That's what I think. The facts no, of life. <laughs> no, no. To me, it's like the van pulls up outside the house uh-huh. and it's like standing tall <laughs> on the wings of our dreams. With Balky Bortaco. Oh my God, Balky. That, that's what comes into my head. Yeah. No, I, I have no idea. I cannot remember what the and then I, and then, And then it get, what gets stuck in my head is the Sanford and Son song. And then it becomes Benny Hill in your head. What was the story of who's the boss? It was like Tony Danza was like an ex-convict. But he was like a, he like lived there and was like a housekeeper, child Right, but he was like, he was like, um, he was released from prison for like, um, sex trafficking. No. And then he had to go move back with his sister. Until he got on his feet I'm again. I'm pretty sure they weren't related because I'm pretty sure they end up having a relationship. But I thought that was the whole story arc. He's like, he was good with like people. He could he could mold people into what he wanted them to be from his sex do trafficking. I need, do experience. I need to look it up? Yeah. <laughs> and he was basically like, these kids are out of control. I'm going to use my sex trafficking skills to get these kids on a short leash. And he molds them into like perfect human beings. But then what ends up happening is the young kid. What's a what's a little kid's name in that show? Little Timmy. Looks like Tiny Tim. I mean, Timmy sounds right, doesn't it? As the show... No, (laughs) Danny. Oh, Danny, No, no, Jonathan. Jonathan. As Jonathan gets older, he ends up taking over um, Tony Danza's old sex trafficking empire. Yeah. And... 
Tony Danza is like, no, you're going down the wrong path. Don't do what I did. And so he has to actually like fight to get Jonathan <laughs> to stop doing the sex trafficking for oh. Wayfair. You remember you, Alyssa Milano was in there. Oh my God. Yes, yeah, she was. Yeah. But I won't say anything disgusting like Martin Lawrence would like, oh yeah, Alyssa Milano, you're 16. I got gummy bears <laughs> at my house. Fucking no, sick. So here's the synopsis of uh, who's the boss. Tony Micella. Micelli, a retired baseball player, becomes the housekeeper of Angela Bauer, an ad- advertising executive in New York. Together, they raise their kids. Samantha is his daughter, and then Jonathan is the son of. Why does he become Judith, a housekeeper? Um, with help from Mona Robinson, who is the who is the grandmother or something. She's crazy. Uh, the better story that now see, Mister Belvedere did it way better. <laughs> Mister Belvedere was like the same idea, but except he wasn't doing like the sex trafficking. He was doing like uh, he was like basically he his whole thing was Mr. Belvedere would come to the United States and watch American kids and send them back with like cocaine back oh, to the back to the British were, Isles. So they were like drug mules. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Mr. Be- Belvedere was just filling kids insides up. Like he would take out their mesentery, <laughs> right? And he would replace their mesentery with bags of like bubble wrap filled with cocaine. That would work perfectly. And it was a good show. <laughs> I liked oh how God. that, yeah. I like how he rose to like, it was almost like Scarface, how Mr. Belvedere rose to the top of the cartel game. Yeah. And he was brutal too. <laughs> he, and you would have never suspected him with that mustache, with that pencil mustache. So the synopsis of the menu is a young couple travels to a remote island to eat an exclusive restaurant, to eat at an exclusive they restaurant. They eat the whole restaurant. Where the they chef- show up there and, and Ray Fiennes is like, you have to eat the restaurant. Yeah. And then one guy's like, I have to eat the gutters too, they're metal. And then he claps. Where the chef has prepared a lavish menu with some shocking surprises. So, I mean, basically what this movie is, is that like every guest that's there is, there's a plan for everybody, Mm -hmm. right? But when Anna Taylor-Joy shows up, she's not on the guest list because her date's girlfriend broke up with him and she's like, you find out later she's a sex worker Mm -hmm. and he brings her to this in her place. And so she is like this outsider who doesn't really belong. Um, but everyone is kind of a shitty person. Yeah. It's supposed to take a jab at like that well, like, culture. Right. Like, like, uh, it, like, um, high, like high dining. Right? right. But also like, yeah, just like he's trying to like teach these people a lesson because how shitty they are. And it really like strikes the core with like people, people who do things because it's, it's considered um, what I want to. How do I want to phrase this? It's it's of their tier of living style, mm-hmm. but they don't really appreciate it. But they think they do, right. and so like they're smelling their own farts yeah. in a way. Well, because I think in the beginning you find out that each like each person is paying like some seventeen hundred dollars a plate or something crazy like that. Right. So it's like obvious. Like this is very exclusive to a certain clientele. Right. Yeah. You know? Rich people. Yeah, rich people. Um, this movie is. It's pretty shocking, right? Because it starts off where, like, it's fucking weird. Because I didn't say right off the bat, I thought this movie, just watching the trailer, was going to be, they're eating people. Right. That's what you think. Yeah. But that's not what it is at all. It's not at all. And it's, and it's basically like Ray Fiennes fucking with these people that he has met throughout his life for, that have basically, you know, injured him somehow uh, mentally through his years of being... Uh, a cook. Yeah. And he, and he feels like at this point that he has nothing left to prove and he's kind of trying to like redeem his soul. It's right. Like because he, he's lost. He his feels like he's passion. a sellout. Yeah. He's lost his passion for cooking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's just like catering to these fucking asshole people. And it just gets weirder and weirder as it progresses. Like you're like, 
okay, the first the first thing they serve looks kind of like a normalish thing, but then as it goes on, it's like what what is, what is the one thing he makes like after so the one point he makes tacos well the one thing taco the, the, tuesday the, the, first, ta- the first the first the, the first thing that's weird is when he brings out like where they're supposed to get bread with all these uh, oh wait, that's it that's accompaniments it. where they're supposed to dip the bread but they don't serve bread right. they're like you're not getting bread you're just getting like the dips for the bread and then the one woman the one food critic's like oh this emulsion is broken so then the rest of the, <laughs> the rest of the movie they keep bringing her out like a bigger portion of like broken emulsion <laughs> until it's like a huge bowl of broken emulsion oh my god you there is this great like uh they do the movie really really good because um john was saying he wishes there was more gore and stuff like that but i feel like the movie doesn't need it whatsoever because it's the way it's executed that makes it so good for me where like there's like underlying tension the whole time and there's just like underlying like darkness that you're trying to figure out like what is going on here what are these people here for and then eventually you come to find out that like all these people have slighted him in some way through his career not even um, it might not even be directly because with john leguizamo's character he's just pissed because he watched one of his movies and it was terrible and it was his day off <laughs> yes he, like, was- <laughs> he wasted his one day off in the theater watching this piece of shit movie yeah <laughs> yeah the food critic was like responsible for actually his rise to like power uh, uh, but but she also destroyed, destroyed the careers of so many other chefs right yeah and then um he doesn't like the guy that Anna Taylor joys with because he, as you find out as the movie progresses that like he was corresponding with him directly through email and said, you can come to this, um, this, this night I'm having, but just know everybody that comes is going to die. So he knew that Anna Taylor joy was going to be killed, but he didn't tell her and right. chose for her to come along. Yeah. But the, but the great thing about this movie is it could be very straightforward in the way it's told. And it kind of is. But I love how they put in the sex worker kind of bonding with like uh, a food worker because they're kind of like trying to serve. They they're serve in the people. service industry. They're in the service yeah. industry. Yeah. And it's just a cool little side note of that whole thing and how it like he's he wants to spare her, but he doesn't actually want her to live. He's like, you're still going to die, but you can choose to come on the side with the workers and die. The givers or the takers. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just, it's fucking so well done. It's so, so well done. great. Oh my God. And I, it, I love how they do the servings too. Like each, each, um, they, well, each they, course. Yes. I like how they introduce each, each course has his own little title. And, um, the way he commands his kitchen is like, they're uh, like, uh, like soldiers under him, you know. Well, it's like a cult. Yeah. So when they because when they show up at the they show up at the island, and you come to find out that like the people that are cooks, they don't just come there to cook and leave. They live there year in, like, round barracks. in like barracks. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. you're like, that's what I thought at least when when they first show up and they're showing them like, oh, this is where we age the meat. This is where we live. And the one guy's like, well, wouldn't it like? He, I don't remember what he says exactly, but he's like, "Oh, don't you go home to do things?" And they're like, "No, this is our life. Like yeah. we do this. We we grow everything here. We harvest everything from the ocean. We grow the meat here. We cure the meat here. To get the honey from the bees. Get the honey yeah, from the yeah. bees. So they're like really, really into it, and yeah. it kind of like serves that whole notion of like people that are super snooty and go out to like. Listen, I love trying new foods and stuff like that, and I like to go to like quote unquote snooty places and try new things that I wouldn't be able to try anywhere else. But I also take it with a grain of salt. Like, you know, I'm like, this isn't for me. Like I'll eat something and be like, I would way much prefer to eat pizza, you know, right? like <laughs> as a human being, you know, or yeah. I'd much rather prefer to eat tacos. Um, and that's another thing that's touched upon really well in the movie where, you know, Anna Taylor joy, while she's in um, his house at one point, uh, she sees this picture of him really young, smiling, cooking a cheeseburger. And 
I don't know if she puts those pieces together herself. I th- yeah, I think you're supposed to assume she did, but she also isn't eating any of the food that he's making throughout. And he eventually is like breaks and he's like, what do you want me to make? I'll make you whatever you want. And he's yeah. like, and she's like a cheeseburger and they, they treat it like, like an interaction where she's like, I can't eat it all. I'm full, but can I take it to go? Yes. And it's, he appreciates that because he sees how much she appreciated the cheeseburger appreciates that she wants to take it home and appreciates that she knows what she's eating because a lot of the people that eat there there's like this one interaction with uh him with ray fines with the old guy and he's like you've come here for like the last like five years and you've eaten here once a week if i'll let you leave if you can name one of the dishes that i've made you anything and they can't remember anything they've yes. eaten because they just don't yeah. care but they also have a conversation uh ray fines and, and anatella joy where he's like knows what she is like what she does for a living and he's like do you enjoy what you do and then she's like i used to and she says do you enjoy what you do and he says i used to so she has this understanding that he has lost his passion so that's really the culmination of the movie right you know and it's also like it's like a black i see this as a black comedy oh it is yeah because it's very much like you're not here for the gore you're here for the character development you're here to see what's going on with these people it's kind of like almost like it's like a clue it's like Clue almost in a way because yeah. you're trying to figure out all the pieces yep. to the puzzle. You're trying to figure out what's going to happen. How are they going to die and everything like that. And I, I just loved it. It was it, yeah. it, 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 it really exceeded my expectations. Oh, me too. No, but I also want to, because I cut you off when you were talking about the Taco Tuesday thing. That whole bit is so good. Ray finds every time he's presenting a course, <laughs> oh when he presents a course, he gives like a background on like yeah, why this like course story, is, yeah. is important. And that one in particular was like, taco tuesday and why it was important and it just leads to like uh, my dad was a drunk and my dad used to beat my mom and, and his mom sitting in the corner just getting wasted the whole uh-huh. time drinking wine yes. yeah but the whole ultimate goal of this whole movie is like ray finds wants to kill all these people murder all these people by the end and then they're all going to kill themselves right because the, the first oh shit moment is like he introduced this like uh like one of his cooks like one of his line cooks and he's like he'll never be as good as me and he has wasted his life. Yeah. And, blah, 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 and, he, blah. and he says to him, like, do you enjoy, do you enjoy what you do basically? Yeah. And, and the guy's like in tears and he's like, no. And he's like, and he's like, and now he's going to present his dish, the mess. And the fucking chef just puts the gun in his mouth and blows his brains out. And that's the first moment where you're like, everybody that's eating there with the exception of Cyclops, cause he already knows. Right. And I didn't, and you don't know that at the time because yeah. he hasn't, that hasn't been revealed that he knows they're all going to die, but it doesn't affect him. He's all like, because he's so like, pretentious and like oh i i enjoy this like i know how fine they're doing dining. that oh and then he keeps going up to them and he's like do you know how are you doing this to make this and they're like yeah he's like oh yeah i know that i know this tool i know right. this method and blah 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 and he's and he's taking pictures of every meal which is funny in retrospect because you know he's going to die right so like what's and the he point knows he's gonna die but he still can't <laughs> yeah, help himself and he he's can't. taking pictures because he's one of those people and um eventually at one point like rafe wants to break everybody down mentally he pulls him up to the front and he's like you're a chef now. And he puts the chef coat on him and he's making him feel all happy. Yeah. He's like, you're going to be part of the team. And he's like, now cook. And he's like, uh, what am I supposed to cook? And it's fucking hilarious too. Cause he's like, he's, it's so uncomfortable. And he's like, what am I supposed to cook? And he's like, we have everything, whatever you want. So he's like, give me butter. 
give me give me leaks give me leaks and give me and he's like oh butter and leeks oh our minds are going to be blown by the dish you're cooking and they're watching him like throw everything in the pan and he's like shaking and it's burning and then he's like i need lamb chops or something like that and he puts the lamb chops on there he basically doesn't do a single thing correctly and he and ray when he's done ray finds chews it and eats it and he's like this is like the worst thing i've ever had and then he whispers something in his ear and you don't know what he says to him which i think is another awesome part of the movie and you just see like the Cyclops guy is like broken. He's like start. He's like wants to cry and he walks off screen. And then later when uh, Anna Taylor Joy's back there, she kind of looks to the side and she sees that like he hung himself on yeah. like uh, by the ceiling on with like his tie or something. Yep. Because you see him when he's walking off after Ray finds talked to him, he's taking off his tie. Ugh. It's just great. It's so good. And the, like, and just how it ends also, also is great when she leaves the island and it fucking explodes. And, and she just sits there and eats the cheeseburger. And she's eating a cheeseburger. Yeah. It's just like. It's like the cherry on top. It is. And I got, I mean, honestly, for what it was, I wouldn't want them to change anything. No. It's just like, and, and really what makes this movie is because it's such a character driven movie is like the performances of everybody that's in it. And yep. everybody's fucking performance is a 10. Yeah. It's great. And it really captures that fucking pretentiousness of the upper quote unquote upper crust, you know, yeah. and how basically like food is a very personal thing for everybody that eats it, you know, throughout the world, you know, whatever, what brings Steph comfort is going to be different than what brings other person comfort and happiness. Yeah. But it is like a part of everybody. And that's kind of like what Ray finds lost. He lost himself in like the possibilities of cooking. Cause it's this endless endeavor where like, you're, you're basically like, uh, you're bringing these things to life. And even, um, Cyclops says that at one point, he's like, he's not just like a cook. Like he takes he's, all the things from life. Yep. And makes it into his own thing. You know, he's almost like God. And it's a cool way to think of it like yeah. that, you know? Yeah. But ultimately, like, those dishes don't appeal to people. It's that part inside your heart that brings you back to another time. Mm-hmm. Which, like, that's why, you know, we have comfort food. Because right. that's what it does. It brings you to a place when you were happy. And that's what Ray Fines was missing. Yeah. Comfort food. He just had to go to Boston Market. <laughs> And get himself the fucking, or go to Wawa, get the gobbler. Yeah. Yeah, the gobbler fucking oh, Thanksgiving God. on a bun. I, I loved this movie. I really did. Yeah. I thought it was great. I highly recommend. Highly Everyone recommend. should watch it. All right. Before oh, we get to man. the next movie, let's do number three. <laughs> Steph, are you ready? I'm not. This one's getting, it's getting real because it wasn't real before. Carolina Reaper and Seven Pot Brain Strain Peppers. Now. I never even heard of that. This one's scary because now it's fucking blood red. There you go, Steph. Remember, make sure you're wiping your hands off. Don't hit your eyes. Yep. All right, Steph. Cheers. Let's clink them. Clink Clink them. (coughs) (coughs) I did it again. I breathed in while I had my mouth. Yeah, don't do it. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a hot one. Oh boy. Oh my God. It's so funny how fast it hits you. It's way more delayed with me. Ugh. It takes way longer to build up to like this heat than it does for you. It starts as I'm chewing it, but then once you swallow, oh my God, here it comes. <laughs> oh, holy crap. Here it comes. That's the thing about all these. They build. Oh my, it's getting worse. This one was way more peppery, uh-huh. like, a, like a cayenne. Pe- oh my fucking God. Oh, my oh Jesus. shit. Oh. Oh! Excuse me. Mm. It's from the beer. Oh, oh my God. Beer is not the thing to drink. I'm, try- I'm trying everything, bro. Mm. Oh. 
Oh, holy oh. shit. Oh, God. I, oh, my God. All right, let's take a break, and we'll come back. Those nibbits some hamburger places serve are actually processed chicken. Excuse me, but what was that in there? It's chicken. Chicken. Processed. But processed? That's like when they take a lot of chickens and assemble the respective parts. What parts? What parts? Different parts. Parts is parts. Wendy's chicken sandwich is pure boneless breast of chicken. Moist and perfect and not processed. As I hear tell, all the parts are crammed into one big part. Used. Yeah, then the one big part is cut up into little pieces parts. And parts is parts. You want something better. Your Wendy's kind of people. Holy fucking shit. <clears throat> we took a we did take a ten minute break. That was fucking <laughs> unreal. Holy fucking shit. Now I'm terrified for the next I two. I know. Three down, two to go. Oh my god. It still fucking burns like a bitch, but like literally Steph's actually sitting there like a like a stone cold killer. <laughs> he's like not like sweating. I could tell it hurts, but she's not sweating and I'm crying. I got tears running down my fucking yeah. face. I my sweat is um I, I sweat just so I mean just to share with the world, I sweat in very uh, specific places. One mustache. Um you don't my, have a ball. My, you don't no, have but your like upper my, lip. My upper lip. Um my, you're, you're acting like you're hauling oats yeah, over yeah. here. <laughs> My armpits are sweaty, my upper lip is sweaty, and my nose is itself is sweaty, and my glasses are sliding down my face. So we uh, broke open the pretzels. <sighs> we had to. and uh, But we Damn. haven't touched the popsicles yet. That's probably going to be We got to save it. Level four is probably going to be it. No, I think we need to save those to the end. Are you serious? What are we going to do after five? Are you serious, Clark? Yes, Clark. I'm shit scared. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. And I think about like, I think about stuff like with the body a lot. And anatomy and shit like that, but it's so weird to me how something like that can cause such a reaction in your body, yeah. right? Like, like fucking capsaicin, like is is it's it's like a, this crazy thing where like it just it makes your body want to die. Mm, mm-hmm. It's like they have to use this, sh- like they have to be using capsaicin in like fucking military torture. You think so? Because yeah, can you imagine if somebody put all this capsaicin on your in your mouth over and over and yeah. over and over and over again? It's like the you know what it reminds me of. It's like a it's like obviously it's a different feeling, but it's like equivocal to when you get like laser tattoo removal, yeah. where it's like this insane pain that you just want to end. Right. It's not even like a pain. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's just like a weird. It's a sensation, and it's, it's hard like, to describe it. It's really it's not, it is it is it's not because, comparable. It's not pain, so yeah. it's not like getting laser, but it's this sensation where you just like when please let it stop. That's the thing when we talked about getting lasered before, where like when you get a tattoo, it's like. It's kind of a steady thing, right? And then there are certain spots that are more painful, but like well, you kind it, of get used to the pain. Right. But with laser, it builds. Well, it doesn't I, get better. Well, it's also different too because like when a tattoo artist is doing it, it's like stop, get more ink, wipe. So it's like you have these moments of reprieve that over the stretch of like you know however big your tattoo is makes it way bearable. But but when you're getting laser tattooed, it's just constant. So that's why I say it reminds me of this because it's just like constant hell. Yeah. And the fact that that was only level three makes me really fucking scared because I'm going to say right now that was equivalent to the mega death hot sauce we had on the podcast. Yeah. So I don't know if these next two are worse than that. We're going to die. I don't know what's going to (laughs) happen. We're going to be dead. I'm scared. I'm like legit legit scared right now. All right. But that that wasn't equivalent to your one chip challenge. No, no. I think the next one will be. I think the I think definitely one of the next ones will be. Yeah, I think the next one's going to be. My and the weird thing about is the tingling. Yeah. Right? My tongue is tingling, my ear is tingling. I don't mind the tingling, but it is the sensation that I have been cast into the bowels of hell. <laughs> like I, I I don't even know what to do. Like I crouch down. I'm like I'm I'm not thinking, but my brain looks like it's overreacting because it's just taking in all the stimulus, yeah. you know? 
Oh my God. Fuck. Uh-huh. I didn't want to keep that recording because it would have been 10 minutes of me and Steph just like saying, oh my God, holy shit, uh-huh. fuck. Eating, and breathing eating pretzels. And eating pretzels. And that's not really good content. <laughs> no. But I think when we do the last one, what we'll do is we'll do the last one we'll, as we're doing our little outro. Uh-huh. And we'll kind of, I'll do my outro, try to do the outro. While you're I, in pain. I have two things to talk about. So we'll do that and I'll try to do the outro as that's happening. Okay. And maybe we'll do the, uh, the next one, I guess. <laughs> I don't know when. Maybe we'll do the last two together. No. Why? No. <laughs> no way. It's not going to be worse. It's just going to be I think we'll like we'll take a break. We'll stop in the middle of talking about this movie. Will and I? then we'll we'll do the fourth one. All right. I think we have to we have to space them out. All right. Well, we'll we'll actually we'll just talk about this movie and we'll do the next one after it. My heart burns right now. Yeah, I hurt. Yeah. <laughs> now, we'll we'll talk about this movie and then we'll do the next one and then we'll take a break and we'll come back. We'll recover. We'll do something. Yeah, we'll do. Maybe we'll 69. We'll figure it out. We'll do like, we'll do spicy 69. (laughs) (laughs) That's when you do the one nut challenge and you do 69 and you just, that would be good for 69 because you get all the saliva building. Yeah. Then my vagina would be burning. My pee hole would be. I'd be like, no, Steph, don't get this bit in the pee hole. Just put some tape over my dick hole. Dental dam. That's all you need. Put some dental dam in there. (laughs) Put a little bead of caulk. Oh my god. Okay, next movie. The Eight Immortals Restaurant, The Untold Story from 1993. um, Directed by Danny Lee. And what was he known for? Um... I think he's part of the Woo Woo Choo Choo. No, is it the Woo Woo Choo Choo? Yeah, I, I thought it was. I think he's a uh, Woo Woo Choo Choo alumni. John uh, Woo. Oh, John Woo. It's John Woo, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you're right. He was in The Killer. Yeah. So he is um, the director and he stars in this. So just a preface for this movie before we talk about anything else, because I want to say it before I forget, but when we and Steph watched this last night, we had never seen it before. I'd heard about this movie and I've just, I never, I kept skipping over it and I was like, I think it's about like dumplings or something like that. It might be a cool movie to pair with the menu. And so, I was like, and then I looked it up. I was like, "Yeah, this is the one I remember. I remember seeing the trailer before, but I never watched it. So it's actually on Amazon Prime now. Um, you can watch it for free. I think if you have Shutter, so you should definitely check it out. But this movie reminds me, and I said it to Steph. It reminds me of like Peter Jackson, and this might be overselling it, but Peter Jackson, like Dead Alive era, right? Doing like a serial killer movie, yeah. Because it's just like it's weird. It's super gory." Um, but then it touches on things that Peter Jackson wouldn't like rape and stuff like that. So it's just like all over the place, but you watch this movie and it is like, it's like an otherworldly experience. It is because we kept looking at each other. Like, are they actually fucking doing that? Holy shit. And it's brutally gory. It is. It's great. The gore is great. I mean, we had a checklist, right? Of all the things that we could go through that later. And it's all the things that they do. And also, I'm just tearing off the bat. Full bush. Full. Oh, you're getting full bush. You're getting a lot of bush. And thank God for it. I was going (laughs) to say, it might not be the full bush you want, but it's the full bush you deserve. And it's the full bush you get. So just be thankful, my friends. If you're in the full bush club, like Jessup is, I should, I should make patches. Full bush. Full bush brigade. Yeah. And people who love full bushes get my patches. <laughs> and, and if I see you on the street, we don't, we don't say anything, but we do a cool wink yeah. to each other. Like, I see you, full bush alum. So um, the synopsis of this movie is, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right. Macau? I don't know. I thought it was Macau. Yeah. Macau cops begin to suspect a man running a pork buns restaurant of murder after tracing the origin of a case full of chopped up human remains that washed ashore, which leads them to him. Hmm. Good. So, yeah. Quick to the point. This movie, that's how the movie starts, where mm-hmm. like a bag. Oh, I, oh and also, but, I'm sorry. If you haven't seen Memories of Murder, oh. it also reminds me a little bit, a little bit, because this movie's obviously tongue in cheek. And that and movie weird is very serious. And silly, but that movie's serious, but yeah. has funny elements. So it's not the same. But this is almost like a black comedy also, 
but then treads in serious, right. but then is otherworldly. Yeah. But it does remind me of Memories of Murder. Oh my God. I, we have talked about Memories of Murder. That is one of my favorite movies it's great. of all time. It's really fucking um, great. It is so fucking good. Please watch that movie if you haven't seen it. And then it. if you when you watch it, watch the guy's other movie, Mother, because that movie's fucking great too. Yeah. Mother's excellent. Mm, so good. We don't get to talk about like, you know, Asian horror a lot on the podcast, and I'm sad about that. I want to do I feel like somebody should at some point should pick like an Asian horror movie to cover on the podcast as a main episode. Yeah. But I think me and Steph are going to try to incorporate some of them into oh, fuck it. You know, Simon we, Gamora we because... Sh- I mean, we could, we could watch that and talk about that in detail. And also... I um, saw the devil. I saw the devil. Fucking Holy amazing. Holy shit. I love that movie too. Oh my God, mm. that movie's so good. But then there's other great 80s. 80s has so much good Asian horror. It's like, you know, just go like the seventh curse... And Mr. Vampire. Mr. Vampire. Just name them all, man. Yeah. Black Magic is fucking awesome. Oh, I don't think I've ever seen that. You've seen Black Magic. Have they I? played it at X-Fest. Yeah, oh, okay. you can remember okay. if you saw it. They played, they've actually played one and two at different X-Fest that we were at. Okay. Great. Great, great, great yeah. movies. Mm. Um, but this movie in particular, uh, it has a lot of the things that you love about 80s movies, like the the band of ragtag cops that oh, suck man. at their job. Inept cops. Yeah. And <laughs> But the thing that's funny about this, like, and there's great humor in this movie, which is like, I, I kind of like tested this movie. I was like, I'm going to watch the first 10 minutes and see if it's worth talking about uh, on Simon Gamora. And I watched the first 10 minutes and I was like, oh, yeah, Steph's good. We're going to love this movie. So I turned it off and then me and Steph watched the whole thing last night. And we were cracking up laughing the whole time because there's just, they do bits in the in this movie where like, outside of what's going on with like this kind of quote unquote serial killer guy that's like uh killing people and making like uh steamed buns with their bodies there's like uh this like this inept group of cops and their chief and on every scene the chief So you know comes Danny in. Lee is the he's officer Lee he is the ch- the chief oh, That's him. Yeah, that's okay, him. Okay, yeah, yeah. And he just like <laughs> listen, I don't I and I'm assuming he's made other movies so it makes me want to check out his other movies but I can't say off the top of my head if he has or if he hasn't. But this movie just has great humor and great like especially if you grew up in the 80s and 90s movies because like every time he shows up on the scene they're always like, "Oh, Officer Lee is here." And it could be like a mur- it's always a murder scene or something and he shows up with like a different bitch, like a hot bitch yes. the whole time and they always and then you find out that they're like they're, they're, prostitutes. they're different prostitutes, <laughs> but he brings them to like the crime scene. Yeah. And then the one guy's like this like the one uh, off like detectives like a meathead kind of guy with like uh his like, always wearing like a uh, like a, like a top. muscle top yeah like tank top and he's got like a little shitty like butterfly tattoo <laughs> and then the girl in it is like this she's very pretty but like they like keep telling her she's like butch yeah because she dresses in like like military fatigues and like t-shirts yeah um but she's awesome in it so it's, it's like the interaction between how inept the cops are and then how weird this, this the actor that plays the serial killer in this is fucking so weird. Great. Yeah. He's, he's so, so good. But yeah. What did you, what did you think ultimately about the movie as, as a whole? I, I thought it was really good. It took, it takes a turn. It does. And I said that. I was it like, fucking I was like, takes because a you turn. think the movie's just going to be him killing people and making dumplings until he gets caught. But he actually gets caught like midway through the yeah. movie, and then the and rest then it of the turns movie into torture porn. is basically torture <laughs> porn, like the police officers beating him, and they specifically put him in a jail cell with the brother of the family that he killed and made dumplings with. And you get that reveal at the end yeah. of him killing this family. And I said to Steph, "Holy shit, this fuck this fucking movie, dude! I've never seen a movie where five children get decapitated." They, he fucking kills along with all the, these kids along with a rape scene. And the along rape with scene is like bush. it's a lot, man. It is a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. I, I, I'll say it's a lot, 
but I don't think it's like too over the top, but, but okay. it is a lot. I mean, I've seen Irreversible and nothing will ever be exactly. worse than the exactly. rape scene in that movie. Because that feels, because you're still in this, like the reason I'm going to say it's not too much for me is because you're in this world that exists that's really slapsticky and stupid. Where like irreversible feels real. Yeah, no, there's you know? a there's a goofiness. And you like legit feel disgusted and irreversible. Yeah, there's a goofiness to this movie that makes it like less realistic, I guess. Mm. And you can like kind of separate yourself out a little bit. But irreversible, I will never watch that movie again. That rape scene for me, it I still think about it. There's a new cut of that movie. Yeah, like in like a consecutive order. Con- yeah, consecutive yeah, yeah. order. Yeah. Um, I, I think, watch I think it. they were showing it at Filmoca. They were. Actually. You're right. You're right. Um, you're right. Yeah, I have zero desire to ever watch that movie. Although the the one good part is when they smash that fucking guy's in with the, the guy's mean, head in with the fire extinguisher. Remember? I, lo- I mean, listen, that oh. rape scene aside, I love that movie. It's just great. I like movies that make you see. I'm like one of these weird people that like I like whatever the feeling that director is trying to get out of me. I want to feel that, and that's what he wanted you to feel. He yeah. wanted you to feel disgusted. You know, so I got that. Yeah, no, I got know? it too. And I'm a pretty like. Aside from like, you know, when me and Steph are together, I'm a very emotionless person, <laughs> like in general. But like the fact that like a lot of those scenes were able to extract these like feelings from me is is like, that's why I watch movies, yeah. you know? No, and I appreciate that because I, I, I'm saying I would never, I enjoyed that movie. Yeah. Right. I did because I thought it was, there was a lot of like, te- like tension in that movie. It was like suspenseful. You didn't know where the story was going. The acting was great. That movie has a lot in common with like Titan. That, that director's yeah. movies have a lot in common with the director that did Titan. Well, who, who was in that movie? The guy that we fucking love. In, in what? In Irreversible. Irreversible. I can't think of his name right now. The monkey man face guy. Oh my God. He's in a million movies. He's in American movies too. He's in a ton of shit. Yeah. Um, Vincent Cassell. Oh, Vincent Cassell. Um, Castile. So. And you know who the woman was who got fucking. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I can't think of her name. Is either. it Isabel Johnny? Isabella. No, it's not her. Sophia Loren. No, I'm going to look it up. Uh, um, I'm going to look it up. Marilyn um, Monroe. <laughs> no, her, she's on, it's on the tip of my tongue and I'm just going to keep guessing until. Um, I know. I'm going to look it up. God. Yeah. Um, so as far as like. Um, this movie goes the untold story. Monica Bellucci. Monica Bellucci. We Mon- should have known gorgeous that. Gorgeous Monica Bellucci. She is so gorgeous. She's so. And why was she even dating Vincent Cassell in this movie? That's a good question. Oh, dude, um, what are you talking about? <laughs> fucking beautiful women like monkey men all the time. Why are you? You're married to me. So that's part of that. Oh, you're handsome. You're Bellu- and you only get more handsome as you age. You're Bellucci and I'm <laughs> Vincent Cassell. Man, at- if I had some boobs like Monica Bellucci, holy oh, shit. I, I thought- would just be looking at my tits all day long. Licking them and shit. I thought you were going to say, oh man, if you were Vincent Cassell. I'd be snail trailing you all day. You wouldn't even be able to breathe. Oh my God. Yeah, I'd suffocate you with my muff. I couldn't believe I couldn't think of Monica Bellucci. Goddamn. Um, yeah, I, know, I mean, what I was saying was I, that movie, I enjoy, I liked that movie. That, But that rape scene was so brutal and it was like 10 fucking minutes long. Yeah. It wasn't just over. It just was so prolonged. I, I well, don't think I could sit through that again. It's a more realistic movie too where like, oh God. This movie's not trying to be realistic. No, no, this no. movie's trying to be funny. Um, and it just happens to have like a very, and, and it's like a rape scene, but the whole purpose for the rape scene is to show that like he can't perform when he's having sex and it drives him crazy, which leads him to kill her and decapitate all the fucking kids and in, in the house. Well, that happened before he killed that family first. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. That, you find that out later. So basically, okay. The, the oh, thing that's right. Cause he rapes, um, he rapes the, the woman that's like his, his cashier, his like hostess yeah. at the restaurant. So, so how, so basically the, he, this guy works at a restaurant and he loses money to the the owner 
And playing mahjong. Playing mahjong. And I mean, I think they're playing mahjong. I don't they are. Be ra- I don't no, they, be said, racist. they said mahjong in it. But I see Asians playing checkers and I'm like, that's mahjong. But I don't, I don't know how to play mahjong. Do you know how to play I mahjong? I have zero idea it how looks mahjong super works. super complicated. There's so many tiles. I don't know what you do with all yeah, them. Yeah. And it's like an old person game also where like, I remember my grandma was like, let's play backgammon. And yeah. I'd be like, what the fuck is this game? <laughs> but I always sucked at games like yeah. that. I always sucked at cards because I have like a, I have attention deficit, deficit disorder. I can't. I can't listen to the rules and remember them. Right. Like anytime me and you would play cards, like Steph would basically be looking at my hands and be like, what, what happens now? <laughs> what is the next step? Man, I grew up like playing cards with my family. We played cards all the time. Like we played did, we, hearts. We, we played the, the, the deepest I got on with cards was like war. Oh man. And then Uno, but that's not Dude, really cards, but fucking gin rummy is so fun. And when we first started dating, I was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to bond with Stefan so she, she can teach me how to play cards. And yeah. you taught me how to play cards. Oh, I did. I'll tell you, Steph. You taught me a lot. <laughs> you taught me so much about them cards. Woo! Okay. Anyway, back to the movie. So yeah. So this guy works at the restaurant. He loses money to the owner. And then he's like, you fucking owe me like $183,000. And you're going to paint me. And he's like, do you know how much money that is though? Because this is like a eighties, nineties movie. But like, okay, we're assuming like $200,000 in that time is like, but we're also extrapolate. Yeah. But you're extrapolating that to American dollars. (laughs) Extrapolate that shit. So this, okay. Well, and I had to look this up too, because this Island is off the coast of China, because they they keep talking about mainland China in the movie. Like, Oh, this came from the mainland. And and Steph was like, where does this supposed to take place? And I was like, that's a good question. I have no idea. Yeah. So I looked it up and it was like this autonomous Island off the mainland of China who was under Portuguese rule until 1999. And when you see some of the signs, like the police station sign, under the, like the, the characters of it's the, like it's like, like bueno it's like urgencia or yeah. something like so it's like La in Portuguese. Importante. <laughs> no it's just that's interesting history i think right it so is no. no it is it is interesting um so anyway so he 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 did like fucking get so pissed at this guy and he kills the whole family mm-hmm. but you find that out like, so you know that he killed this family and took over the business but you see the murder at the very end of the movie um so he essentially takes over this business hires people and is making like i don't know por- steamed pork buns and then you find out that he has killed his employees his right. different employees for various reasons and has made pork buns that he has fed to so many of the locals but also all of the fucking all cops, the cops man. Love- except for the chief guy right he's the only one because he was like i don't eat pork i want chicken he's like i don't eat pork they put all kinds of stuff in that you never know what it is he's like i only eat chicken (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that and then so that you know they find that out later also but so he's like killing people um and that's how they found those the uh every time the the best thing about this movie is every time the chief comes on to a scene he's always it always looks like at least to me like he's on the verge from laughing and he's trying not to laugh. He like comes in and he's like smirking yeah. and he's like looking at everybody <laughs> and he basically tells them like all his like underlings like what have you done? What, what's and he's like, "Oh, you haven't done this? Then then do do the next part of the thing you're right. supposed to do with an investigation." And then they go and do it. And then he comes into another scene and he's like, "Oh, okay, so you fingerprinted the corpse. When they're fingerprinting that corpse, it's amazing." It's really great. The special effects. It's like a weird, it reminds me of the hands in Beetlejuice that are made of the shrimp fingers. Yeah. And they're like, cause they're all, cause they find this washed up corpse. Right. That's been in the and water. And they're trying to fingerprint it. And it's, it's like weird shrimp fingers. Yeah. Waterlogged. And then like when, when the female uh, officer picks up the hand, 
the one finger just breaks off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so good. Um, yeah, so they end up like tying this guy back. They figure out that he, you know, probably killed his family and they start investigating him. And then, like we said, it takes a turn where they arrest him and he's in prison. And then he gets the shit oh, beat out of can him. Can we talk about the pee pee? This movie There's has, so much urine in this movie. Th- this movie is a pee pee movie. <laughs> so at one point, this the, the serial killer dude kills, um, he kills the guy he so he hires this guy to work like uh, to help him make like the the buns or whatever and then the guy sees him like cheating one night playing mahjong and so he like confronts the guy and ends up killing him right and it's really super gory or whatever and then he cuts up the body and gets rid of it but in the in the he like takes all the flesh off the boat every time this guy throws out (laughs) trash every time he throws up out trash immediately the trash men come and pick up that trash i'm like these motherfuckers are punctual as fuck. Yes. They, these trash men come every day. This is the type of trash service that we need in Philadelphia. We do. We got, <laughs> we got trash, trash all plenty. This is a trash city. Yeah. And Philadelphia's like, you can't throw out this. You can't throw out that. You can't throw out this. You can't throw out that. So people just dump it wherever they want. Everywhere. Couches, Sofas, couches, mattresses, As far tires. as the eye can see. One day you're going to look at the city skyline. It's just going to be couches stacked up <laughs> in, this, in the shape of skyscrapers. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, he, he dumps his body and he looks down at his hands. And his hands are covered in blood and he's kind of looking around. And for whatever reason, I guess this is what serial killers do. He pees on his hand to wash the blood blood off. (laughs) And it's like the darkest piss you ever seen in your life. And then, and then late fast forward to later in the movie when he's in jail and he's in the jail cell and these guys are beating the shit out of him, beating the shit out of him. And he tries to pee. And when he tries to pee, they beat the shit out of him so much that there's all this blood in his piss. So he's crying and he dumps it out. And there's another guy that's in the cell comes next to him and is peeing and he's like give me your piss and i was like oh he's gonna and stuff's like oh is he gonna use the piss to clean the blood off his hands this time no he guzzles the he piss. drinks it because he's like urine is is good for healing internal injuries yeah he's like <laughs> the guy's like oh my god you're fucking crazy and he's like no you're stupid didn't you ever hear that pp is like wolverine blood and it helps you heal and he's like oh shit i didn't know that well and then there's another scene where he's getting his he's getting the shit beat out of him and his face he's getting a, fl- a swirly in oh, the yes. dirty toilet and he then doesn't have no hair though so not the really guy swirly. the guy Scalpy. who's beating him pisses on his head oh he does piss <laughs> on his head yeah <laughs> yeah I, I, I don't know man the humor is weird especially for its time the especially whole- because he was involved with the woo woo choo choo right which like woo choo like serious action movies, is more right? serious action movie yeah. and he's like no nah, i'm doing something different yeah i'm walking on the razor's edge walk yeah. along the razor's edge Dun, 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 you gotta, dun, win, you gotta it. win it. Yes. Yeah, um, he's doing that song. Yeah, <laughs> on, the, on the synth. But when they start torturing him, it's not even just the cops that are torturing him. The fucking nurse in the hospital oh my God, you know what is torturing him. Also, this is a sidetrack. Yeah. I started thinking about the when you're we're talking about music, the drum guy, the Asian drum guy, when he's playing the drum kit. Double bass. Yes. <laughs> now hi hat. <laughs> and then he starts like he's like playing a drum he, machine. He's so reserved. He's so reserved. He's doing a drum beat. It's like a simple four by four. And then he's like, okay, let's add a little bit more to it. And then like by the five, ten second mark, he's like, and his fingers are going like fin- still, finger fucking. But that still fucking very drum. reserved. Very reserved. Yeah. But he loves it. He does. That boy lived for the drum machina. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, so yeah, oh th- this God. movie. Uh, how do I, so how does it end? 
Well, he he finally Does it end like confesses. Pre- it ends like Predators, where like they're like. Remember, he we- tries to. Oh, he kills himself. Okay, so there's one part. Oh, yeah, he does okay, try to kill himself. While, when he's but in like prison, in the end of Predators, they don't even get off the fucking planet. They they see more people getting dropped down on the planet, and and then Adrian Brody, Adrian looks at um, <laughs> Agent Brody <laughs> looks at uh, Michelle Rodriguez, and he's Wanna like, be. "Let's let's get off this planet." And then they walk into the jungle. And I'm yeah. like, but that's not an end. No. Did he think they were going to sequelize that motherfucker? Come they probably on, did. That bruh. movie was not good. Come on, bruh. Back to that movie. Shut <laughs> up, I mean, I would watch it. They got Lara, Lara Prepon in that movie. That 70s show. Where did you say? Why did you even? Oh, because of Topher Grace. <laughs> yeah. They get Lara Prepon in this one. Yeah, you and, know, but you never watched who, uh, Orange guess, is the New Black, did you? They walk through the fucking, into, yeah. they walk into the jungle. Uh-huh. Lara Prepon, first person who comes down from the sky. Next person, Chloe Sevigny. Oh. Next person, Monica Bellucci. Next person, uh, Ariana Johnny. What's her name? Johnny. Oh my God! Now Isabel I can't. Isabel is a Johnny. And it's Adrian Brody and Michelle Rodriguez. It's not even Michelle Rodriguez though. Predator gangbang porn. <laughs> Down you go. And it's just like Adrian Brody, like DP and people with his like finger in his nose. Oh, so good. No, no. I pass on that movie. But what about this? <laughs> I pass on that movie. So are you saying I'm sorry? Oh my god! That he tries to kill himself. Oh yeah. So there's a part where he, when he first gets like arrested, he tries to kill himself, and they, and he basically is cutting his his wrist on like the shovel thing, and then he uses his teeth to bite his fucking artery, and that's when they take him to the hospital. Right. And then in the hospital is when he is being fucking tortured by everybody, mm-hmm. like to the point where he is like just delusional but and I, then he had he confessed that's the one misgiving with this movie it ends so limp dick well at the end he they're like they they find they find him guilty right and they and then he fucking kills himself he's like i need all these blankets no, for no, my no. bed they, no the officers come into the room and they're like sign your confession and he's like i'm not gonna sign my confession you have no proof and he's like well then we're gonna charge you and he's like you can't charge me you can't charge me and they leave and then how does he end up killing himself he cuts his wrist oh, that's again, right. he gets, but he gets he, all the blankets. He gets all the blankets. Yeah, yeah. He puts them on his top bunk, like sixteen blankets, yeah. and then he like cuts his wrist with like the the can. Oh, he takes he steals a can opener. Not a can. Not a can. It's like a can, for, like from an old can of soda, where it's like all one piece. Right. You peel it off, and um, yeah, and then he cuts his wrist, and he fucking bleeds out. And then it like plays like this like text over it, like he even though he wasn't charged he's dead and i was like what <laughs> that's how it ends it's I was weird like, no you think you need something better than that come on you're supposed to be part of the woo choo choo no action or anything at the end so that was my only gripe with the movie was the end yeah but other than abrupt. that i thoroughly enjoyed it thoroughly enjoyed it it's probably like uh se- six or seven out of ten i think so for me yeah, yeah it was enjoyable menu i don't want to say menu was a 10 out of 10 it was, menu pro- was like an it was like an 8.5 8 yeah eight. it was good that's fair I don't think it was too, it wasn't like insanely good, but for what it was trying to do, it was perfect. I'll say that. It just like, for what it was. I enjoyed, what, this movie or the menu? The menu. I enjoyed, but I enjoyed that movie. Every second of that movie, I was into it. Yeah. I was never bored. This movie was weird. That's why. This uh, movie was fucking weird. And we were drinking, we drank an entire bottle of Prosecco. (laughs) That shit was was nasty, bro. (laughs) I would never be caught dead drinking Prosecco, but it was like free gift, so... Fucking bubbly wine just does not do it for me yeah. whatsoever, bro. It, it's, it was way better than like champagne because it wasn't you dry. You know what I felt like I was but... drinking? Carbonated Boku. <laughs> like that fucking nasty white grape-like juice. That's what it tasted like. Oh my God. Nobody should be drinking white grape juice. White, 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 white grape juice is like 
should just be wine. You shouldn't just drink it without the alcohol content. Right. It makes yeah. no but sense. But if it's Welch's, that's purple grape juice. So that's good stuff. It's diabetic juice. <laughs> if it's Welch's. It's like, come it's, can- dr- it's cannibal teeth. Yeah. Come and drink some fucking uh, corn syrup with like 1%. You know, fucking, I never knew the background of corn syrup. It's very interesting. Like how corn syrup became so prevalent Wait, do you in wanna, this country. Do you want to take a break and eat our next one? No, right let's just now? do this real okay, quick. Okay. Corn syrup was basically invented. Like, I don't remember when it was. Fuck, I can't, I can't remember when corn syrup was invented. But anyway, when it was invented. When it got big in like the 70s? Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. So they wanted to bring it into like the American markets, right? And it wasn't, it, 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 so they offered it and stuff like that. But it wasn't, sh- raw sugar cane was still way cheaper. Yeah. So nobody was buying it. They're like, no, it makes more sense just to get sugar cane. So it's sugar, sugar cane's cheaper. So what they did was, I want to say it was Reagan. Or Nixon. I can't remember which one. One of those fuckers. But they ended up putting like a, basically like a limit on to how much sugar could be in like, what do they call it? Oh. Tariffs or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. What could be brought into the country and it made sugar prices skyrocket. Yeah. Even though it was still cheaper, they manipulated it. And so what happened? People started using corn syrup. Corn syrup. And yeah. corn syrup got so established in this country that eventually they were able to make it way dirt cheaper because they had more places to make it and everything like that. And it changed all food culture. Yeah. For like year, if you feel like finally, you know, you've known in the last like 20 years that corn syrup's not good for you, obviously. And I feel like in the last 10 years, companies have started to be like, let's use raw cane sugar again. Like, let's make a Coke with real sugar. Right. Yeah. And now it's like even more so nowadays, people like, I mean... If I'm eating junk food, I'll be like, I don't give a shit if it's got corn syrup in it. But if I'm trying to drink, if I'm trying to eat something that's quote unquote healthier, I'll be like, why does it have to have corn syrup in it? Just give me yeah. the real sugars. Just give from, me some, give me a little bit of sugar. Give me that natural shit. No, yeah. No except, that, except you drink fucking Mountain Dew Zero, which does not have real sugar in it. Oh my God. Okay. Are we ready for this last one? <laughs> no. I mean, yes. <laughs> All right. Here's yours. I'm so fucking scared, Janet. I'm so scared. Shit scared. Oh my god! All right, this uh, this this. I wanted to say last number, one. Number four. Pain sets in as if I wasn't fucking tearulating on my last one. Two times the Carolina Reaper, seven pot, Douglas peppers. All right, I've two never, times the Carolina Reaper. Yeah. That last wonder, one was just one time. Carolina. I wonder Reaper. if like is the Carolina Reaper that gives the tingly, or is it both of them? It's hell. I don't know. It's all hell. All right, so we'll give you a little bite action, and then we'll swallow, and we'll let you know what happens. Mm-hmm. Swallow that paste. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Again, it's a delayed, <sighs> delayed heat. Got a little tingle so far. Okay, it's building. Oh, yeah, here it comes. Uh-huh. Rising up from the Steph back of my throat. Steph always gets it first. Steph always gets it first and recovers way quicker than me. Mine is so slow. Do you not feel this? It's coming. Holy shit. It's mm-hmm. coming. Yep. Oh, my God, is it coming. My ear. <laughs> you know what's funny? It's like this, like, uh, you can feel this, like, power bar uh-huh. charging up. <laughs> and then the power bar ends in your ear hole. When it is at peak heat, it feels like... Like you get ten- you get like tinnitus. Yeah. And you- oh, holy shit! Uh-huh. It's crazy how much this one is fucking building. Yep. I don't know how Still people. Coming. Me and never doing this together. I don't know how people. So the real way you're supposed to do this challenge is every five minutes, right? Every five seconds. 
Every five seconds? You're supposed to eat one, wait five seconds, eat the next one. No, no, 20 seconds. Oh. Chew for five seconds, and then once you swallow it, wait 20 seconds. Move on to the next one. Oh, Do fuck the same that. thing. And then by the time you get to the last one, you're supposed to wait five minutes before you drink or eat anything after the last one. I mean, I guess if you're if you're doing them that quickly, it never Holy shit. You, ne- you never recover. It just builds and builds and builds. Mm. You know? Mm. Oh yeah, my ear is I have like a stabbing pain Holy in my ear. Holy shit. Oh <sighs> Alright, break time. Mm-hmm. Recently an object was sighted. It was big. Bigger than big. Huge, huge, large, astronomically big. Big would be an understatement. Very big. Huge. Some guy big. Huge. When it arrives, you better not be alone. Bigfoot. Pizza Hut. From Pizza Hut. Two square feet of pizza. 21 slices on a tasty new crust. $10.99 for up to three toppings. It's bigger than Pizza Pizza. Bigfoot from Pizza Hut. A legendary value. Okay, we're back. Holy shit. <sighs> fully, fully recovered, I we, think. We took like a 20 minute on that one. We did. <sighs> Steph said it wasn't as bad as the last one. I disagree. I it thought it was pretty fucking equal. Fucking horrible. Because <laughs> I couldn't sit for that one. I was standing up pacing. And hyper salivating, and it was it it was by far the worst, <laughs> by far. And I'm now I'm actually fucking terrified of this last one. It's gonna be really bad. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna do. Are the popsicles ready? I mean, they're in the cooler next to. All right, we got popsicles ready. <laughs> I don't know how I didn't eat a popsicle for that last one because I was like I was just because we had to save it for the last I'm one. Warn you for that for that popsicle. <laughs> I was dying so bad. I was like, I need that popsicle bomb. So now oh, I'm terrified wait. for this latest one. But really quick, I wanted to say that I finally took a, a little scroll down in IMDb to the trivia, and that story was based on a based on a true story of in Mc, that happened. They make in it Macau seem that Island. way because they kind of do like a Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre kind of intro and outro to it, which makes it even more interesting that people were eating those fucking human pork buns. Man, I'll be. <laughs> I don't how, know. How would you feel if you were just like, like, let's say, what is your favorite restaurant? My, oh, like like locally that we order from locally. let's say let's say like a burger place right there's a burger place we love down the street luckies yeah right uh, let's yeah. just say you were like we ate those burgers every weekend you were like these are the best fucking burgers i've ever had in my life and then suddenly there was a huge news breaking news story and you were like breaking news story and you found out that it was human meat how the fuck would you feel about that i wouldn't feel that bad honestly <laughs> because my my whole thing would be like that's fine that it was human meat but did they prepare it sanitary like i would be more concerned about the sanitary conditions of the place yeah like it wasn't if, like a murdered person that you ate no it'd be fine because if it was delicious <laughs> it was delicious like i'm not like i'm being honest like i would just be like is the place clean can yeah. we can the what, are, what is it what do they call that the health Health, oh, like health inspectors? Health inspectors have gone in there. If they said it was coach, then they were obviously doing a good job cleaning up oh, all, the, all the blood and stuff. That you, you can read all the health inspector reports of like restaurants in the city and see all the ones that have been like, like oh. cited and shut down. I mean, what is what is what? if Gordon Ramsay has taught me anything in this life? It's that most restaurants are just run by filthy, filthy human beings because human beings are filthy, dis- disgusting. You can't have For, raw chicken just, dripping on the vegetables. You fucking donkey! <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, you can't." Fucking, that's the majority of the population. And there's, I guarantee, there's still places that operate like that. Oh, that's for why, sure. I mean, you could go into a place. Wait, okay. Do you remember? Most times, you can go into a place and kind of discern 
the level of cleanliness in the right. kitchen. And like, I, so I've walked into places with Steph and I, and I've looked around and smelled and you got a hint scent of mild, mildew. I'm out. If you got any, any musk in there, I'm Remember out. Remember that time we, I'm not going to name the place. We went to a full restaurant and Remember, there was a roach on the wall, and the waiter came over and smashed the roach with his hand like it wasn't a thing. Oh, that was the best. <laughs> yeah, he came I was over. like, I cannot eat the rest of this soup. Yeah, Thank he you. smashed it with his bare hand and then just wiped it off the wall and gave me a thumbs up and like a grin. And he had like 50,000 cavities in his, all of his front teeth. Uh-huh. Yeah, his teeth look like a, like a shooting range, like a circus shooting range. <laughs> Like with the clowns that he had to knock down. <laughs> that was rough. That was not within Philadelphia, by the way. It was outside of Philadelphia. No, that was in Philadelphia. No, it was not in Philadelphia. Oh, you're right. It was <laughs> it, it literally at the city line. <laughs> Who fucking cares, Steph? You're such a fucking like. She's always doing that with the facts. Like, if it's not a fact, it's not a fact. It's close to a fact. It's like for me, it's like when it's you close enough. If you have lived in the suburbs of Philadelphia your entire life, born and raised, don't fucking say you're from Philadelphia. God damn it. You don't know about the mean streets of Philadelphia. Yeah, but see, I... I hate that shit. I grew up on barely the city line. But you were within Philadelphia. But it still, still counts. But still, Steph, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm basically a suburban kid at heart because that's what that's how I grew up. When I actually met, like, city children, yeah. I was like, these motherfuckers are feral. <laughs> Like, they, they like it's like a whole different, like, you know, it is. It's it, so different. It's the difference between an indoor cat and an outdoor cat. <laughs> like, There's a certain roughness. Yeah. I was like, you motherfuckers got fleas. <laughs> like, how often do you bathe? Why are we walking around in the open air smoking weed? Like I used to have to, when I used to have to smoke weed where I lived, I'd have to go deep in the woods into like my porn cave yeah. and just sit there and like <laughs> surrounded by like old cum and like regret and, and vines <laughs> and smoke in there. And even then I would be looking around like somebody's watching me. Somebody's watching me. Oh, yeah. Sean, my youngest brother, Sean, Danny was telling me, my middle brother, that uh, he went back to the old woods where, mm -hmm. um, where, me, where I took you and we went with Nando last time. Recently? Yeah, and he was back there, whatever, just walking around, like kind of like we did. And he said he's like, and he wanted to smoke some weed, so he's like sat down by the sewer like uh, thing where we were, and he started smoking like a bowl of weed. Yeah, and some fucking dude that lives in the back houses thought he was a crackhead smoking crack. Oh my god! And he's like, get the fuck out of here, you fucking crackhead! And Sean's like, fuck you, I'm just smoking weed. And he's like, I'm a fucking cop. I'm gonna come out there. And, and Sean, so Sean like had to like bolt, I guess. Because the guy was like, thought Sean was like a homeless crackhead. Oh my God. But if you looked at Sean, you might think he's a homeless, but I don't really think crack, he, he's a well-fed crackhead. <laughs> he doesn't look like a crackhead. Yeah. He's got, no. he doesn't have like a concave face. Yeah. You know? No, I think that that's just part of being like a Philly kid is you take it very seriously that you're a Philly kid. And when people claim to be Philly kids and they're not, you're yeah. like, fuck you, motherfucker. It's true. I mean, I wasn't ever like that though. Because, and I got like, and when I, and like Philly kids are very territorial, especially when you're dating. <laughs> yes, yes. So like if you date a girl from another neighborhood oh, yes. and they find out. So like when I told them I was from like the far Northeast, they're like that boy getting rolled on. Yes. And I got rolled on no less than 20 times. <laughs> no, it's true. Cause I lived in this, I lived in, a, I lived in Port Richmond and they were like, Oh, the kids from Amber are coming over to Port Richmond. There'll be a fight. Oh, me a fight. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I wasn't a fighter. I was just always a lover. So like, I would just assume like the pill bug position, yeah. which is where you just fall on your side and I roll mean, on a ball. I didn't fight. I was not a fighter, but this was the talk of the neighborhood. But also that's like before I was like big, I was always like a little, like little You're pudgel. like a regular guy. Yeah, I was like a little yeah. pudgel guy, yeah, yeah. you know, grunge kid. I was you like, oh six no. foot four. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I like the green day hidden track where he talks like Kermit. <laughs> I was up on myself. And they're like, you're so corny. 
And they're just stop me, stop me. Are right, you ready to do this last yeah, one? Yeah. So we're gonna do this last one together. We got pops. Uh, is the popsicle thing open? open? It's right next to me. Oh, is it open? Open it up. It's open. Okay, I just gotta open, open the actual package. Okay, because I'm probably gonna ask for it in like five seconds. Like immediately. Um, we're gonna try to talk about something, and um, we'll see how successful that happens. Yeah. And then we'll roll you into the outro as we're dying. <laughs> um, and Steph will go first after we eat this. Yeah. Last nut. Um, let's just introduce it first. The Death Nut. Two times the Carol- Car- Carolina-, Carolina Reaper, which we had in the last one. Um, scorpion Pepper. Okay. I was waiting for that and there's no ghost pepper? This is where it fucks you up, stuff. Okay. 13 million Scoville Capsaicin Crystals. Oh, man. I don't know what that... I it's don't know a, what that means. It, that's a lot. I'm really... F- Dude, should we just not do it? No. What? Really? Okay. Don't, we don't uh, have to do it. Listen, I'm not going to do it if you don't want to do it. I feel like it. we have to here. Okay, no, that's it. a half. Yeah, I'll do that one. You'll do a half? <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I just say, Steph? You're a fucking warrior with this shit. You're fucking strong, dude. <laughs> like, I was dying. I had, like, nasty kid boogie face. Yeah. And Steph, I looked at Steph, and she was just like, this sucks, this sucks. But she was fine. She was dry. <laughs> Women can do hot stuff, like, unbelievably. Yeah, men are pussies, yeah. dude. I'm not going to do this half one. I'm going to do a whole one. You I mean, better. I don't think it really matters. It's all The outside's all coded anyway. Yeah. And I just got so much of this it's shit. Tr- it's true. Women are the stronger of the species. Hold on. Let me get everything ready because this is going to be fucking a nightmare. And I have to, I'm going to try to get through what I want to talk about, but I don't know how successful I'm going to be. We're going to do our best. And my stomach hurts real bad right now too. So <laughs> it's not going to be a good poop tomorrow. Well, we got a lot of crust desserts <sighs> to eat after this. So mine are much more like facts. And I don't know how long I'm going to be able to talk about it, but, I'll, but like, okay. tr- try to like, try to interact with the conversation. I will. I- I'll try. My best. Do we want to do them at the same time and yeah. then you talk about it, or do we want to wait until I'm ready and then I go? Whatever you want to do. What do you think? I'll well, do mine first. I don't care. I'm not afraid. But then you're going to be, but I think you'll be less dying by the time I'm reading mine. Yeah. All, right, all right. Yeah. You do yours first. I'm okay. going to get mine ready. Mm-hmm. I'm going first. Ready? Right, yeah. Go. She's eating it. Initial flavor is not bad. Get it down fast, man. You take too long. Mm, it's hot already. Oh my God. I feel like this gives you the option. That, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. no. Oh, that's a hot one. Oh, my God. All right, get, talk. What do you want to talk about? Oh, Jesus. Oh, I can't. <laughs> go on, go on. You got to talk. What are you going to talk about? Mm. Oh, my God. All right, try. Try to get out. Get out. You're, you're strong. Remember, you're strong, way stronger than me. Uh, All right, come on. Okay, so there's a restaurant in Philadelphia called... Uh, <laughs> I can't even remember what it's called. <laughs> Come on, talk. What is it called? It's a vegan restaurant. Okay. Okay. What's it called? Monster Vegan. Monster Vegan. Yeah. Um, we have a friend named Gabe who works there. What does he do? He's a chef. He, he designs a lot of the menu. Yeah, he does. He's awesome. <coughs> oh my God. This is so hot. I know you're. <sighs> oh my God. I'm so scared. Janet. You should be scared. You oh. should scared. <laughs> Oh my god, Jess, this is unbelievable. Okay, come on, come on. And he's awesome. We've met him a few times. Steph looks like, uh, like, a, like a fucking, like, uh, what do they call those things? The little cinnamon balls. Fireball. Atomic fireball. <clears throat> Your head looks like it's going to explode. Oh my god, I can't even talk right we, now. We met him a couple times. Okay, go. Hold on. Oh my god, you're so bad right now that I'm terrified of what I'm going to be like. Uh, oh my god, this is one, this one is a million times worse. 14 million times worse. And so we went to Monster Vegan recently with Ben for his birthday and John and, <clears throat> and Sarah. 
And uh, Gabe is great. And we had all this amazing food. But anyway. You sound so boogie. He wants to host a live show. For what? For the sale of St. Podcast. Yes. And so we're going to do it. There is no date set in uh, stone, but we're going to try to do time, it. Yeah. yeah, because we're waiting for Melilla to come back. We're going oh to try to make. We're going to try to make it like the show, though. So, Here. Yeah, I, Steph, you say it? You're suffering, and I'm scared because you haven't shown this yet in this whole thing. Where I look like that with number three and four, you haven't done that. So now, what am I in store for is the question. This is so bad. We're going to try to make it like this show, so we'll be talking about a movie. Maybe doing some trivia. But instead of, we'll do like everything up to the show, we'll do like the speakeasy, we'll do the trivia, and then instead of going the beat by beat through the movie, we're going to watch it. Yeah. So it'll probably be like a three, you know, two to three hour event is what we're planning on. And we still got to hash out all the details with uh, Gabe and because uh, he's the one that wants to invite us into that setting. But if you've never been to Monster Vegan, we talked about it before. It's fucking amazing. It's a horror themed restaurant. They play horror movies in there and it's not even it's actually super nice. It's really nice. It's super nice. And they play awesome music in there while you're eating. It's in Center City and... The soundtrack that they played was like right up our alley. Mm-hmm. Every song was just, Jesse was like, this, I love this song. Yeah. And it was on Jesse's playlist. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's our plan. We're going to, we'll announce details as we plan it out actually, but yeah. And you know, if you're following us on Instagram, we'll post something on there. Um, and it's going to be a small group of uh, people that'll be able to go in there, but probably I think Gabe said 30 people or something like that. He could fit in there. He might have said a little bit more than that. I, I know, and I, I can't recall any actual details that he gave us. Because the screening room is awesome, though. It's like nice sit-down seating, and we would probably do like a themed uh, drink, and <laughs> maybe Gabe would be cool and make us like a themed like food for the night. I don't know, but we definitely do like themed drinks and stuff like that. So we'll get you um, back with more details of that. But there will be like tickets that you'll have to get, and if you want to come from out of town, you're more than welcome to. And if you come here, just know that you're going to be welcomed into the Sale of Saint Army with welcoming arms, as we do with all of our listeners when we meet them in the flesh for the first time we embrace you staff are you okay i am not okay okay i'm gonna do the, <clears throat> i'm gonna do my last one now i mean i, I you think, haven't even I gone for the popsicle i need a break right now a break oh my god i do i can't even think right now do you want, okay, okay. <sighs> so him, i'm starving let's get some burgers burgers and that's out the dog i got some much better in mind come on let's break Now that's the way the hammer runs for the border, because the border's in order. Yo, 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 please, All right, we didn't take a much break, like a minute. Uh, Steph just had to open up a popsicle and take like a little... She's like, I've never well, experienced it was a popsicle. Pain. Now it's like a Flintstone Flintstones. <laughs> what are those things you used to remember? You used to, did you used to get those things in school where they were like, you'd get them with your lunch and it was like your dessert and it was like a little kind of looked like, like a, a cylinder. Like a no. Ci- no, it wasn't a cylinder. It was so I was thinking the, pe- the, the Flintstones they were, push pops were cylinders. Yeah, yeah, they were. This is more like um, it was like made of like um, like a like, yes! a like a plastic material and you'd cut the top off with scissors and then you push it up yes. and you'd eat it. We used to have them at public school. That's what it looks like you're eating right now. All right, I'm going to eat my last one, and then I'm going to try, but we might just end it really quick. That's okay. I have more things I could talk about. Like what? I was good. Well, keep going. I mean, go ahead. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. That was the worst I've ever experienced in my life. I have a full sweat going on. All right. It's all in. Okay. So what I was going to say is, back to Gabe. Um, Gabe, this is for you. You have a new dog. He looks great. 
let's have a walk together. Let's set that up. Us and Nandy, you and your dog walking in a park. Well, I want to go over you and I. I want to go over. Okay, it's fucking building. (laughs) (laughs) The last one, I didn't say this. Made me super nauseous. I thought I was going to throw up. Well, this is the worst by a million. I want to hang. Oh my God. Holy (laughs) shit. I I want to go over his place and hang and just talk about how we're going to do the night and everything. Kind of meet his pup and shit. Because me and Gabe are like. I'm sorry for all the crinkling. I'm opening the the popsicle. So. Holy shit. I feel like my throat's closing up. I mean, it might. You might die right now. Oh my god, okay. <clears throat> so I was going to talk about the plague. The plague. The black plague. Oh my god. Oh, black it's, plague. It's, it's going to get worse. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> to throw up right now. <laughs> I wanted to stop. I have never experienced such pain in my life. Oh my god! Uh, The black black. No more juice. There was not. That was not a steady build. That one's full. Oh god. Um. This is a great podcast, by the way. Delusional. My tongue hurts so bad. Mm. (sighs) People think. That the Black Plague was made by rats. <laughs> but scientists. <clears throat> oh my god. <laughs> they said no way. <laughs> oh god, I'm shaking. <laughs> this is worse than the one chip challenge, isn't it? Oh yeah. <laughs> They don't think that the rats did it. What do they think? (sighs) (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. I can't talk. I got to. Man, that was terrible. Oh my God! (laughs) See, that's why I couldn't. I couldn't even think. Can I have the other popsicle? Is there no popsicle? No, that's it. There's just two of them. I can't. I gotta take a break. I can't. In Jurassic Park, the place to go to satisfy a Tyrannosaurus-sized hunger is McDonald's, where something big is happening to your favorite extra value meal, dino-sizing. For just a little more, get dino-sized fries and a large drink in one of six free Jurassic Park collector things. Dino-sizing. What you want is what you get at McDonald's today. And now at McDonald's, dinosaurs come to life on six Jurassic Park collector cups. Get one free when you buy a large drink or dino-sized extra value meal. But hurry before they're extinct. Oh my fucking God. Okay, so I'm just gonna set the scene. We're back. Jesse is shirtless. We got fresh frozen popsicles. <laughs> because I feel, oh my god, it's terrible. This was worse than the one chip challenge by far. I feel like the jump from four to five was not. It wasn't like a, a like a gradual. It was a, it was a jump. Well, yeah, it's a 14 million capsaicin Scoville. You know. <sighs> Oh my god. I think when you go to hell, <sighs> Lucifer 
and Putin. <laughs> I put you on a treadmill <laughs> and make you run. <laughs> and they put these nuts in your mouth <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> and they make you watch Golden Girls. People love a Golden Girls. I hate it. It reminds me of my Nana. And I hated her. Do you hate Blanche? Mm. I hate that name. I hate them all equally because I was just like, when are these bitches going to die? Uh, okay. So the Black Plague. For years, we, th- we have been blaming the rats for this, but well, scientists have done this recent study. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. <sighs> we only took like a five-minute break. That wasn't even five minutes. Okay. A minute. And it's still terrible. We did this study, and they kind of have come to the conclusion that more than likely it wasn't rats that caused the Black Plague. Because of the pattern of how the Black Plague spread. Uh-huh. So, because it was very prevalent in the winter seasons. Oh, okay. Which wouldn't make sense for rats to have spread it. So... They have come to the conclusion that they believe like it was because of people to people contact that the black plague oh, was spread. Right. Uh-huh. And that's how it was so quickly able to overcome. So it might have started with rat with a rat. Right. But then it jumped from person to person after that. Yeah. So it wasn't just rats. Right. But I didn't that's kind of how I thought the black plague was spread anyway, but apparently- Well, that's because like I mean, you you were led to believe that because everyone was very like cautious of like interacting with people who were Infect it. Right. So, oh my God. Dinosaur bones. This is just random things. <laughs> <laughs> random thoughts. I started Jessup. thinking about the other day. Dinosaur bones have been in the ground for a long time. Mm-hmm. This is such great podcasting, by the way. <laughs> and I started thinking like people had to have been finding dinosaur bones before they knew what they were. Right. So then. So what do people think they were? I found a really cool article that talks about exactly that. And they were talking about how that's how they believe that people came up with um with the idea of dragons oh, and stuff like that yeah. because of dinosaur bones that they had found. Right, that makes sense. Um but then for a while, once they started cataloging a lot of these things in the beginning, a lot of these like scientists have just thought they were like they actually at one point thought they were just really big people. Oh. Like they were human beings, like skeletons. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's crazy. And then I mean it's not that crazy considering what we used to believe. And then at some point they also just believed this was just a weird variation of like this animal we know that just got extraordinarily big. Like a crocodile. Oh. Okay. Or like a lizard. Mm-hmm. Obviously, as science unfolded before us, we started to believe in evolution. And then now they just want to bre- believe in creationism. <laughs> it does blow my mind that people are just like, I don't believe in any of this science. I just want to believe that God created the earth in seven there's days. There's people that still believe the world is flat. You know, there's mm-hmm. still believe there's people that probably believe that like dinosaurs bones were put in there by big, big bone government. <laughs> Big pharmacy. <laughs> big pharmacy. No, but you know what? Okay, can I tie this back to my talk earlier about um, human composting? Mm-hmm. I was listening to a, co- a podcast recently, and it's um, uh, Death on a Sunday, I think that's what it's called, by the Order of the Good Death. And I've talked about the Order of the Good Death oh, before. Yeah. Um, we love it. 
So they were talking about like uh, how they're getting human composting, like legalized and all that stuff. And they were saying that immediately people on the internet were like, it's a fucking conspiracy. It's a government conspiracy. So we can cover up COVID and we could just cremate, uh, we can we could compose all these bodies. Oh my God. It doesn't even make sense because of the time. Like like I said, it takes eight I weeks. I bought that popsicle. It takes eight weeks to compose a body. It, how, how it makes you, no sense. How do you feel now? I feel okay. My tongue hurts pretty bad and my stomach hurts, um, but I feel a lot better. Okay. For like 30 seconds there, I was like, I might die. I might pass out. You look like <laughs> it. Your face was, face was beat red. Yes. And you were and talking I, like you had like a boogie factory in your face. I was like, just like all of my mucous membranes were just overproducing mucus. And um, I did have, for the first time out of this, this entire one nut challenge, tears streaming down my face. Right? I had to you tear speak to that. You're Steph, you're strong. I'm gonna I just have to give you give me a high five. Give me a high five right now. <laughs> you're a fucking strong ass bitch, man. I'm weak. <laughs> I had to take my shirt off because I thought I was gonna pass out because I was getting tingly all over my body after that last one. Can I see your pop school one more time? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Alright, we're just gonna end it here because it's just like <laughs> like the last 15 minutes have not been listenable. <laughs> but you're gonna listen to it anyway, because I'm not editing it. Alright, we'll see you again. In the cities of sin, Ben will be coming at you with another Y2 Killers. And then after that, it'll be episode 152, Conan the Barbarian. We'll see you here where we lick the nut seasoning dry (laughs) on Sodom and Gomorrah. Because of the end of civilization, the Clamp Cable Network now leaves the air. We hope you have enjoyed our programming. But more importantly... We hope you have enjoyed life.